What's going on, everybody? Cali Death Podcast back once again, episode 90. Another 10 in the bag. We are 10 away from 100, guys. Uh, I had no idea we would be getting this close to 100, but here we are. I'm Anthony. I never really introduced myself. What's going on, guys? Um, always with me, my resident homies, Joel and Casey. What's going on, fellas? You guys are actually in the same house right now. Yes, we That's are. Yeah. wild. Yep. It's downstairs. Uh, that's actually Joseph did the episode with uh, uh, Internaut. Uh, what's his name? Fuck. Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joe. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Joe. Um, right there, too. So it's kind and of you like, guys try to prank us and and dress the same and then switch places. <laughs> we change clothes and then we switch right. cameras and stuff. And uh, and shout out to us because, I, you know, not to jump to the Chris Beatty thing, but that that what you just heard is Chris Beatty. And it's really cool to like have yeah. it being like. Just boomed and like the song's done, and then just Chris is actually here. It's like I know we finally got him. Like, like fucking you know, the intro Bob's song. To it. The intro about. song. Cali yeah, Death yeah. Podcast intro song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it yeah. took us. It took us ninety episodes to have the guy who wrote our theme song <laughs> get on here, and it's worth the wait, man. We've been, we've been you know excited about this for a while. Well, yeah. I mean, there was uh, we were talking pre-pod, and uh, there was some. Uh, attempts and and you know schedules and all that kind of shit and finally dude we've had chris a, a one or two post pods you you jumped in on some post parties and shit like that so yeah dude and and also chris has got he he's the one who got me into fucking to violently vomit and I, it was all <laughs> so perfect the timing was perfect he got me in and I'm fucking there to see to violently vomit with Joseph. It was just, that was a great time in Vegas too. But yeah, yeah, dude, we got, we got the beetle himself. I used to fuck your name up in the beginning, dude. Remember that? I used to say, what did you used to call it? Beetle. Beetle. Oh, beetle. Say beetle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened. Hey, so many it's episodes you're like, oh yeah, I have to, I got to uh, remember Christopher Beetle did the intro song. <laughs> yeah. You do it like Shout three out. hours in too. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You always forget. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so good. But um, good. so the the backstory with Chris is and why we know him is because of the professor he uh, you guys were doing the transcending the realm and the dreamer stuff. Or wait, are you in transcending? Um, just, yeah, just dreamer. I'm not. Okay, in sorry, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I. I was thinking that you were embalmer. Too, but what's up? What's going on? What did I say? Give it up for embalmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the way you said it, like all confidently. Anthony, Anthony was on stage. You saw, and then you just hear a guy, Balmer, dude. You hear the guy in the background. It's embalmed, dude. Anthony, you sound like you're in a cave. It's hilarious. Dude. I know, dude. I have, nothing, that, I have nothing to catch my. I have, should I turn it down? Is it too? No, it's fine. I'm just, no, it's fine. Right. I just wanted to. It's funny sounding. So what? Why is that? Why all of a sudden? I'm in an empty know? house, guys. This is a. This is gonna be the last podcast I do from this place, dude. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'll try and keep it down though. I don't want it to echo too bad. No, I think it sounds cool. It sounds good. It's All exciting. right, cool. But yeah, no. Yeah. So it's uh, a cave cast, <laughs> cave dweller. Yeah. Joseph and Chris, they've been in, working in Dreamer for the longest time, which is a, a name, a household name in the future, guys. The very near future. I really, I we've always been saying this. The Cali Death Podcast homies have always been saying that that shit is gonna fucking blow. Not blow. It's gonna blow up, and uh, it's gonna blow. <laughs> it's gonna, gonna blow, dude. That's just gonna stop, dude. <laughs> Fuck dreams, and if you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I appreciate it. You guys were like kind of the first ones to 
you know champion it i feel yeah like, dude like, I mean, totally. we've we've recognized it very quick dude and it, it blew our minds when we heard it and uh we've always been proponents of of you know pushing helping whatever we could do to push that forward and then uh, back to the theme song thing like you you doing the theme song and we get us we got it and we were just like oh dude this is fucking perfect this is exactly what this show should have as a theme song you know so how real quick before we get into you i want to know like what what inspired you was it joseph asking you to to lay some shit (laughs) down or did you get inspired or what was it yeah so actually i kind of figured that was going to be the first thing we were going to talk about I don't know why. I just knew I was going to come up. But wait, right wait. Now. Actually, before I'm going to cut you off, because we didn't do any fucking plugs or anything. I, we were already wait, just like bullshitting. We real quick, dude. We need to do some plugs, dude. We need to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> All right, that one. Yeah, we'll do that one first since you keep yeah, flashing one. it over the screen, dude. It's uh the sh- shredding the virus 2002 or. 2000 tour god damn it i am <laughs> fucking up tonight already 2022 how do i even say the other band's names i'm sorry guys it's i've a- never even tried Aetherius. 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 okay yeah and then i can't read the other one i just Illumin- know Illumin- Illuminous. 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 Yeah. thanks chris Fuck, you, see this why that, this is another reason why we have you here with us <laughs> but we know the homies in ominous ruin <clears throat> And uh, Joseph's drumming for him, the professor shredding. They're going to be leaving in like a week, right? So yeah, it's the fourth. So yeah, yeah. yeah so look Tacoma. at those dates, guys. If you're watching this, look at those dates. If that's coming near you, please go out and support, dude. Because all that shit is it's dope music. I I got a taste of it on that one episode we did, and uh, Ominous Runes is going to blow your mind. And every every band on that bill is worthy to go out and spend some money spend whatever cover charge you know it's not going to be that crazy get out there and uh yeah. support do you buy a t-shirt too while you're there or a cd or something too because that we all know most. we need we need that gas money to get to the yeah. next venue so um battleforgecoffee.com real quick let's do that deeds of flesh get some coffee fix boom and then uh I don't even know if we have t-shirts anymore. Joseph doesn't tell us anymore <laughs> what our inventory is, dude. But if they go to uh, com and uh, maybe they got something for you. They, like it isn't me. All right. Um, and Chris, dude, let's get some uh, plugs from you, dude. Obviously, you're fucking, you got the dreamer shit we've been talking about. Yeah, that's a. Um, which, by the way, I got the demo, the physical demo still. Oh, man. Right there. Fucking, I put it in a nice little fucking thing. So it's not going to get fucked up. Because I know Does that. Does it have gonna... the sticker on it? On that yeah, one? Dude. Yep, yep. Just, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, oh, dude. And then, what about, so you guys got a band camp for Dreamer or anything like that? Yeah, it's it's pretty much just a band camp. Um, I mean, all the socials are just Dreamer metal. Should be easy to find. And then, um, yeah, Bandcamp has all the tabs and the songs, you know, for free, and um, not oh, the yeah. tabs for free, but the songs for free, and oh, then okay. uh, yeah, and the shirts. Got to yeah, buy those, those tabs, dude. Spot. You want to, you want to, you got to play that shit. You want to, you got to buy it, dude. Yeah. So what's up with Zenith? Yeah. The same thing too. Like you're you're in Zenith, so you got plugs for Zenith. 
Yeah, I think it's a uh, indie merch for the most part, and then um, I think there's a big cartel with same thing with like the tabs for the last couple songs. Um, nice. And then like a shirt or something on there. But I awesome. think those are the, those are the two places. For Killer, dude. So now back into uh, what we were talking about with the theme song. I want to know how that like all came about. Yeah, I think um, that was it. Was a weird thing. It was like it's like I at my work I listen to podcasts like all day. It's like all I do. It's like this one, the riff hard, like Copper Crab. It's like always been on repeat throughout COVID. Um, and so I noticed I was like, oh, they all have like some little intro or like theme or song or something. And then you guys didn't like, it just started up. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think I was telling Joseph like, Oh, it'd be cool. Like if somebody did this and then I was like, like, why can't I do it? Like, (laughs) like I had the idea, like, I was like, Oh, it should be like a deeds theme. And like, like kind of reminiscent of that style and go through like some of those bands. Um, And then I was just like, Oh, I guess I'll try to do it. And then I threw a couple of riffs together in that vein, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think I just sent it to Joseph, just like the raw recording. I was like, yo, what do you think? And he was just like, make me a guitar pro. I'll do drums. And uh, yeah, it was super fast. It was like maybe 30 minutes to an hour. It was all down. Yeah. And then I think he sent to you guys and he's like, all right, they're down. Just record it. (laughs) It was like the quickest thing. And it's probably one of the coolest things I've ever written. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, we love I, it. I'm like still stoked on it. <laughs> I still get stoked on it too. Cause we get to hear it while it plays doing the live thing, you know, like uh, I think when, I don't know if, if I'm telling the truth or not, but I, maybe it was put in afterwards before we did it live. Is that how we did it? Was it put on? Oh well, yeah, it was. We never got to hear it. Like every time if we, we would listen to it, we'd go live and then we record it and then we'd, Casey would add it. Like, yeah. At the yeah. beginning of it. Was, yeah. 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 But now yeah. I get to like just jam out for a little bit before we start. Like get yeah. any comps for the show and shit. And it's cool. It's got a lot of different influences that are like it's that's what I love about it. It's got like a little like hint of deeds. It's got like, you know, like kind of like a lot of the California kind of like yeah. influences. A little, you know? kind of, little disgorge. Kind of, yeah. It's kind yeah. of a sushi plate kind of song, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that was the idea. Like, it was like deeds start that, yeah. with that deeds like driving thing. Sure. And then I think I like I wanted to do some other deeds kind of riff, and then it was like, well, I don't, well, I wasn't just going to like a consume like nonsense part, you know? Yeah, yeah. That whole like whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. And then it was just like write a breakdown, yeah, write a couple of slams, dude. No, yeah. it, it was literally <laughs> like, like <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. dude. It, and it's like basically the first four episodes of the show too, you know? All yeah, that was those. that was the idea. It was like get get the four of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah it, it's more than we could have ever asked for it's like i'm sure this is another thing too with like the luck of this show and and like how things have fallen into place along the way there's podcasts that have been out there that probably went through fucking 20 different intros to find the perfect one for their show you know and and you know being connected with you people like you and and the professor adding to that too, it just like naturally just like, Oh yeah, dude, here it is. And boom. Okay. Let's we're This is awesome. We're going to go f- forward with this. And, and now it's like, everybody's like, Oh dude, who did that? Who did that shit? Even though yeah. it's like at the end of the intro, it says your name every single time. They're like, who did that song? Like, yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
What song is that? It was, it was like the quickest vetting process ever. We just heard it for like 10 seconds. We're like, oh, fuck yeah, this is it. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's the perfect length, too. It's the perfect yeah. length. Like, it's, it's not too long, not too short. It's right in the pocket, dude. I think Joseph helped with that, too, because it, it might have been like a four bars longer or something, or like a okay. couple more repetitions in there. And then Joseph, like, cut it down and, like, made it pretty concise. Hey, dude. No, I, I, I'm very thankful that you guys uh, went back and forth on that and made it what it is, because it it is something that I, as one of the hosts of this show, I'm like, oh, dude, this is. A song I, now I'd like to hear. Maybe we should expand it into like some full thing, and maybe I'll do some vocals over it or something. Dude, let's dude make we it like always national. said you should throw some vocals on it. I know, but what would I say, oh, dude? The girly Ali death, dude. Words <laughs> 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 are right there. <laughs> Go through all the different vocal styles of like the California scene. <laughs> yeah, just get uh, or maybe all f- four of the vocalists. You know, get fucking. <laughs> Matty way that's a better idea yeah person sing like a part like but we'll only say cali death and everybody just takes a syllable yeah yeah this idea is almost silly as my stupid shirt i'm wearing right now i like that shirt dude palm trees amazon like sale dudes yeah it's great but it's totally Joel, Kelly Death. It works, dude. It Joel works. let me do laundry today, and so I'm stoked. I've been on vacation for almost a week, so I'm yeah. like out of clothes, and it's cool, man. We had a good time. We got to party, so we got to see I, I, you know, I got to see Anthony and Joel in person on Saturday. Yeah, night. Saturday, it was rad. first time in a couple of years that we've all hung out together. It's so sick, right? Yeah, dude, it was awesome. I got to see Joel just a few times at like shows and shit you know mm-hmm. as soon as we started going back to shows but yeah it was it was something special to be with you guys this last weekend no doubt so quick though like it, when time you know that old saying time flies when you're having fun it literally was a blip for me dude yep after but, you know seven gallons and stuff like it was <laughs> seven g's dude <laughs> i don't know if we want to put them on blast but no, i won't put them on blast but it's, it's we're calling them seven gallons now so that's yeah. that's all i won't say why it was a wild night that's all it was a wild night we yeah. yeah we went pretty big yeah all right enough about our fun though i want to talk to chris about his shit dude i'd like to dig in on this guy you know you've been watching the show for a long time so you know what i'm gonna say right now which oh, yeah, is we do things around here yeah you know <laughs> how we do it on this show take it back you should, hey, chris can you can, can chris can you can you say it for him Just, like do the intro of it oh okay okay <laughs> podcast <laughs> <laughs> you were frozen right there. Was, you were frozen. <laughs> it was, your face was hilarious right there. <laughs> there it is. Oh, no, it happens to everyone. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, my God. oh man, right when it's oh, the best. Man. Mine's all chill, dude. It sucks. <laughs> oh, what happened? You were so good until. All right. It's so messed up. I'm all good on mine. Yeah, but you're just no, you, look great. Right, you, gotta, you gotta smile. <laughs> it's, now. Now. it's okay. We got some good oh, shots. You're moving now. You're moving. It's great, man. Perfect. Yeah, that's um, perfect. <laughs> All right. Yeah. He's moving. There back. it is. You're back. Now we lost vocals. 
No, no, no you're good. Uh, you're good. You're fine. Thanks. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this is my favorite. Remember that one? We just losing completely. Oh yeah. I think we're about to. I start talking. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the post Malone fucking like uh, auto tune on. It's totally an Allen situation, dude. Oh my god! Didn't oh Allen be like? Eh. That was the best way. He's like, bah, bah, bah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude, you Are you on Pirate Bay too? Like downloading a bunch of movies or something? <laughs> What's going on? I'm like everything is, is going fine for me. It hasn't hasn't frozen or anything. Interesting. Yeah, you're the only frame that's kind of frozen. Maybe, huh? I don't know. Maybe a reset. Are you on a computer? Maybe like reset. Yeah, yeah. Are you on? Yeah. Just probably just log. We'll just we'll chill for a second. For a reset we can chill it. for a second. This is all good. I mean, I'll just I'll try getting out of the stream. Um, <laughs> yeah, log out and log back on. <laughs> ain't, ain't no big thing. That was so funny though, dude. But um, it totally threw me back to the Allen thing. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. So it started with. <laughs> <laughs> oh he's back yeah. oh no you're back now you're back now you good yeah yeah you're good okay nice um dude. if it happens again i'll just like exit out or something okay yeah, you're close fire bay uh, so no, yeah all my downloads there yeah my torrents <laughs> torrents um so yeah so let's do I, it, dude. Uh, back to the beginning dude time machine style yeah so i uh i grew up in a very like musically uh inclined and appreciating family um my Killer. yeah my my dad's musician and has what done it play uh, he plays guitar and he he sings sick uh, and he's done all sorts of stuff like he was doing like in the 80s he was doing like pop kind of stuff like mm -hmm. he was out in like london doing that oh, and wow. then, um yeah he's been all over um and then in the 90s like early 90s he was in this like funk metal like rock band called coup d'etat and like oh, they shit. would play in like with fishbone and yeah, i was gonna like say fishbone yeah it was totally in that in that world um and he was a vocalist so like he has his some of his cred you know yeah his own cred um but yeah he most of my life he was doing like singer songwriter stuff um mm -hmm. there were always guitars and like ukuleles and keyboards like everything was in the house um what about mom did would she yeah mom, mom played a lot actually um in high school she was a total metalhead like oh wow learning like randy Rhodes stuff like i have we still have her guitars like those are kind of the ones i started on like a Holy like a nylon and then a, a takamini like explorer so rip, dude. Like, yeah guitars are everywhere metal was present like pretty much since day one yeah once um, you were born you were just yeah it was that's the first time i think surrounded. the mom has been the info like a mom being a metal influence so i think it's hey, the first episode. hey, it's hey you one. know what what a coincidence um because dreamer is a uh, metal for moms what a coincidence that that comes from a dude who's mom in the mom. Oh, yeah, i'm just saying sorry i didn't i don't want to there we go dude well, let's yeah, bring, bring it back. back to, bring, yeah, just just my mom, mom hit me up. Yeah. yeah, my mom hit me up just out of nowhere. Like, has doesn't watch the podcast. It just goes like, "Have you heard of this metal band called Dreamer?" 
They're like really cool. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, out of everyone, anyone that you could bring up, like a you know, like a kind of an indie project that like you know, coming from LA or something, like she knows all the like signed shit you can listen to that's everywhere, like all the big stuff that's plastered everywhere. She doesn't ask me about that, but she asked me about Dreamer, and I'm like, what the? F My brain was just like, where did you learn that from? Like, there's no way you just brought that out of nowhere. And she's like, oh, I'm watching the the videos online and they're great and i'm just like just watching <laughs> so you play insane. guitar and i'm like whoa it like blew my mind anyways that's where the last episode or episode before was like metal for moms was like the mm -hmm. joke because because casey said that like he was wearing a dreamer shirt and like like a mom came up and was like oh, that's a really cool shirt like so like and your mom's the biggest influence so we got a trifecta now you know we actually uh one of our friends like at the place i work is she's also a mom and she has the shirt and she loves the shirt yeah she wears it's a great it logo time. Yeah, she's like, oh, it's a great cut. Like, <laughs> it's a great <laughs> yeah. logo. Like, maybe it is Mel yeah. from Moms. It is Mel from Moms, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's not <laughs> a maybe, it's for sure. Yeah. No. I think it's, it's awesome, definitely. man. It's really cool. I'm going to I'm gonna go show my mom Dreamer this weekend now and see. You should if, film when you do. Like, I got this shirt for you. What do you think? And just see what she says or something like that. Like, <laughs> show the logo to her and see if she's like, whoa, this is really cool. Like, she, like, loses it over it. Like, what the fuck? It is actually Metal for Moms. <laughs> It's metal for fucking metalheads too, guys. Come on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's so sick. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, Chris knows how much I've like championed oh, Dreamer and stuff. Like, I'm yeah, like all about it. When I first heard it, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, this is bananas. Are you frozen right now, Chris? Look at that smile. <laughs> hey, at least he's uh. That's a good he's clear. Though. That's a that's a clear one. Well, he's he's a hands, he's that's a clear one. <laughs> Yeah. What, I wonder if he's making a noise like he could be yeah, whistling well hey this is technology oh yeah this is how it's not connected sometimes Anyways. you know a free a, a podcast that's free you end up with technical difficulties dude yeah, dude, chat, dude. <laughs> 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 Forge, a little real quick, Battle Forge. <laughs> <laughs> no, see. but all right, guys. Then it's just the it's just me. It's us three until he figures it out again. So, well, I think it's the internet. It's not figuring. Let's talk it out about um. Let's talk about All Realm real quick. How's that recording? Oh, there he is. My back. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Right, I don't know. Go. My internet's like totally fine all day, and then uh. We start this and it just is down. <laughs> the universe, that's the universe Terrible. testing you, bro. It's always gonna get you. This is bananas, dude. So we'll see. It might it might go in and out. It usually doesn't, but Yeah, I feel like if you were like I think if you wear the, the hot dog suit, it will kinda help like transmit yeah, the yeah. Uh, Wi Fi better. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> it's a like a beacon reach. of Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But anyways, your mom was so your mom was listening to metal, which is like like I said, the first time I've ever heard someone. It's always That's like an rarity. uncle, a brother, or a dad. Mm -hmm. I've never heard like it's always usually pretty male. I mean, not to like make it gender, but like it's always a male figure in someone's like life. That's like, oh, check this. Oh, you like that? Check this out. But it's never been like your mom going, hey, check out uh, Randy Rhodes. You know, like that wouldn't be like a thing I've ever heard. I mean, it hasn't been. Yeah. Oh, is he frozen again? He is. God damn it. Well, at least he freezes it like handsome. He freezes very nicely. <laughs> he freezes handsome, dude. Yeah, that's a that's a nice freeze. If I, if I were to freeze, I would say that this is like best case scenario, you know. But to to go off of like the mom thing, or like yeah, just like 
moms <laughs> could be involved in the influence, but it's usually not metal, you know? Yeah, totally. It's, it's the, oh, my mom was, in, she was involved with like, uh, my mom would show me like, you know, John McLaughlin and Al Demiola and like stuff like that. She would show yeah, me like really cool fuck, stuck. Dude? Like my mom yeah. was, I mean, I, I know I love my parents' music and stuff, but they never went that deep, you know, they, they it never went past like just, you know, we're going to put on something to be in the background type deal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But like, you'd still listen to like Peter Cetera and shit and you're like, Oh dude, that reminds mm -hmm. me of rocking out in the, the Thunderbird Ford Thunderbirds. They don't even make them anymore. She would drive us in the a Thunderbird and she'd be blasting like Peter Cetera or like getting into the nineties, like Alanis Morissette. She fucking played that album out so hard, dude. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. My mom too. One hand in the pocket, whatever song that is, like fucking. My mom played that. She played like uh, well, this is kind of this is not very fun conversation. She talked about the fucking. She Why played like it? live that band live like like uh, you know like lightning crashes. Yeah, live. dude, live's great, dude. Yeah, yeah. She would just play. She had like I random shit know. that she was into. Yeah, yeah. That she like <laughs> loved, like loved like her. Do you remember the music videos, balls. dude? He had like the he had like that little like this bald, but he had like the ponytail in the back. And oh he yeah, and shit. And like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Kind of ahead of his it's time like, with that. Dude, no, <laughs> shit's good. <dude. laughs> Lightning Crash is a heavy song. It's like, oh man. But remember, like, actually, I have a, a funny memory of like karaokeing that at Casey's house, like because I hadn't really oh, like, yeah. gone into the lyrics dude, totally. But I remember like having to read like. I was like, I was like, her placenta falls to the ground. Like, I didn't know that that was a lyric. I'm all, her placenta? Holy shit. I didn't know it was like, I remember like, placenta you singing there. that, dude. I remember now. I was oh. like, damn, he's going heavy in that. And you're all like trying yeah. to be serious. You're like, okay. <laughs> it was my first time hearing placenta in that song. I was like, oh shit, now I can never unhear it, you know? All right, here we go. Third we're gonna almost, we're going to watch the, uh, the spin. Watch the wheel so, turn. So he's there almost. He's there. That almost. wheel is him. Yeah, that's a that's a nice kind of you know. there. Yeah, that's. But yeah, dude. So, the mom stuff, but being influenced by your parents' stuff, no matter what, it's gonna it's gonna stick with you. Like even if yeah, it's like, totally. Are we back, or did he freeze right as he got back in? All right. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, there you are. All right. Sorry. No, oh, no, good. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad at the world, dude. Yeah. He stubbed um, his toe. Sandals. Maybe if it happens again, I should like hop on Reset the, the router. Or something or yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. That's all good. We got we got shit to blab about yeah. for sure. Yeah. Cool. We're blabbers. So back to live. Um yeah, back to live. Back to Lance Morset. So what was your... okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so your your mom was like showing you that stuff. Right, let's from yeah, there. Yeah, keep, keep going, going. from yeah. the mom. Um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, I kind of just of you know, it was like the early two thousand seven. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, dude. <laughs> you can't hear you. Let's try the phone, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah, let's try something different. We'll we'll, we'll blab for a little while. <laughs> dude, the chat Bloody is buddy. going. The chat is going off on him too. Dude, I can just see people just. Yeah, that's hilarious. That nah, sucks. I mean, it's like it's one of those things out of your control. So it's like you know, this is the this is the. Uh, it's happened to me before too. Where like Casey texts me, he's just all like, 
he's all dude you're like frozen right now and i'm like well, shit i don't know i look great right now like on the not great i mean i think i'm like not that attractive. you fucking always but look like, great dude <laughs> no but i was like like my, my my video's all high def and shit and i'm just like and like i'm just stuck like you know like i'm just completely fucked on it but yeah anyways dude it's uh what's, it's what's tough... funny about it is like our big talk up like we finally got him dude you guys don't even know you guys don't even know about this fool dude like we're (laughs) you we need to tell you what's up dude theme song boom dreamer boom zenith boom oh my god i love it i I don't love it but it's like it's actually pretty funny Ah, i mean it just it's human it's out of your control it's just like human shit we're we're fucking with i mean yeah we're fucking with uh, technology, dude. And I, believe me, I'm the last person that knows about the technology on this show, dude. So it's weird. I mean, remember during COVID, it really would change things because people, a lot of people working from home and stuff. So, like, at certain times, there would just be fucking everyone online at once and just like would fuck everything up, you know, be all like choppy ass fucking internet. And because everyone's like, you know, doing the full thing, you know. So, yeah, I have like, I, yeah, I have the best option or not option, but the best possible internet I could get at this house because nobody else is here. And yep. I'm, I'm, it's not your neighbors. In, I'm into the, yeah, it's not my neighbors. It's not <laughs> the one that I started this. Yeah. I started it on my mom's shit, on my parents' yeah, shit. Yeah. And then came here and was doing the Wi Fi on the neighbor shit. And then finally we got internet here and I'm plugged into the internet. So I'm not fucking with any Wi Fi or anything, which next week I'm going to be like nomad type deal, dude. I don't know where I'm doing this thing next week, which next week, guys, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to say who, but oh shit. Rhymes with Garth Brooks. We got Jim Carrey coming on. It's another, it's another, oh shit. I mean, the Paul Masvidal one was a big, oh shit. This is another big, oh shit. If we can, and so far it's still locked in. So that's another thing too with these. So little behind the scenes, it's like, you can have somebody on the hook for one of these shows all the way up until that week. And then all of a sudden some shit can go down. So behind the scenes, we have had to a few times like scramble and get a episode together for you guys. But that's another thing too about this show is that we make, we try our hardest and I think we got a pretty good batting average on getting that weekly episode out to you guys, you know? And I think a lot of it too has to do, I mean, we've made a mistakes, a lot of mistakes with, um, with what's it called with the time zone differences. Like we'll tell them like, Oh, it's at 10 PM. And we don't say Pacific or something, and they're on the East Coast, and they're like, "What's up?" Like, what's or like vice versa, and they're yeah. all early, like in the afternoon for us. And I'm like, "No, dude, it's like three hours." You know what I mean? And there's been a couple of those, but yeah, it's just you know, and there's also their own the, lives. What's what, what's funny is the time, even though we totally say Pacific Standard to yeah, all yeah. of our people, there's always that one time, like, "Oh shit, I thought it was my time," you know? Yeah, yeah. Or vice, you know, and and but yeah, it just. To let you guys know that we we work hard on this shit to make sure that we have an episode for you guys every week and and we've never really had to do one on our own without a guest we always end up having somebody to talk to you yeah know? definitely and i i like the consistency i mean we've only missed a few weeks like maybe a month's worth of 
uh, episodes scattered around, you know, like a week here, a week there, like, but it's, it's not, it's, it's not something that, um, <clears throat> we, we just always want to make sure that we're here for you guys this every week, you know, because definitely we love doing it and we love having you guys. Yeah. You know, for the lives now and, and hearing about, um, what up? Probably should wait till uh, Casey until he's got it like dialed in. <laughs> Casey just threw him. I was waiting for him to get still. Uh, <laughs> I can I can sit still. Okay, 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 cool. <laughs> I was just trying to see like if I could put it anywhere, but this should be cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you look nice. great. This is like right. the highest definition technology right here. <laughs> good old phone, dude. Yeah, hey. yeah, damn. It's better than the webcam. And you sound you sound fine, dude. <laughs> Maybe this is how it has to roll. Just gotta hold my phone for a few hours. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Definitely. For, all right. For here we go. Yeah. Sorry. It's, it's all. No, I like the improv. improv. I mean, don't this. apologize, dude. Yeah. The Scott Carstairs episode too. I remember there was one. Where there was like an issue where like he couldn't get in, and then like while the episode was live, it was like a new. We we just started going live, and I remember like he just couldn't get in, so I had to like jump off and like you know help him, and he just came in, and it was fine. So it's like the. Sometimes there's a lot of improv, obviously, going live. You got to, like, figure out technical. It's like being on stage. You got to figure yeah. out, like, the fucking, oh, the chord's bad or, you know, like, all that shit. So I appreciate uh, you roadying yourself on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just tech, dude. I hate tech. It's super tech. <laughs> tech sucks. <laughs> like, Casey still has to send it to me in email because I just can't. I don't even know how to sign on to my Instagram <laughs> on the computer, dude. I literally yeah, only yeah. use that shit on my phone. So I, I don't know my password. It's just, oh, I, I hit the app and then I'm in there. Like I forget what I, and, and it's always, oh, you don't remember your password. So in case you still has to send it to me an email just so I can do. Well, like, so, so the thing we're using now, actually, it's not like Zoom where you have to log in with the password. Actually, just it's a streams from the site. So you just. I know, on. but I'm saying my funny, Instagram password. Oh, okay. But the funny part is that like. Like I send it to people like when we're going to do the show. It's like, okay, here's your link for the episode to log into. But I have to make sure that they know that it's like you don't post that because that would like have like, people. Everyone could just log in. Yeah. Crazy. Like 100 people. Oh, I've done that. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Nicole and Justin. <laughs> Nicole's, on, Nicole's on my side. Yeah. Just have somebody else do it for you. Have your, have your man do it for you. She just said Justin does all her tech. Boom. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, yeah. the same boat I would be in. Definitely. All right, dude, yeah. so That's now you're clear. Yeah, Beatles mom. We were <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. past this, man. Stuck on it. I promise we'll get, we got this right now. If it freezes right now, then the whole broadcast will just go down. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, no, we got this. So, oh no, he froze right as I said that. Shut the fuck up, dude. Really? Oh my God, oh my dude. He's like cursed on trying to spit his story out, dude. Maybe the world doesn't want does it can't know. It's like a scary like. And again, he he froze on a great picture. Like he he's. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the whole episode tonight, guys. So yeah, that's here. fine, dude. Yeah, it's got to be the one. I mean, it's not fine. I I want to hear Chris's story. No, we're kidding, dude. It's a joke. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. How far is he from Justin? Drive over to Justin's, dude. <laughs> A young Thor, dude. <laughs> he is a young Thor. Whoa, I didn't even put that together, but he is. There we go. He's like, 
a, a whole head taller than me too. I'm I'm a sh- oh there that and it begins. It's let's remove, but yeah, um, it's a thing, you know. So I think Dude, it's, I think uh, Justin's on something. It's it's something. Uh, but also yeah, how far Justin? How far are you from uh from BD? Uh, let's see. <laughs> he showed up for a second and left again. <laughs> oh my god. That's hilarious though, dude. I mean, I he's probably shitting right now. He's like, fuck, dude. Yeah, for me, even when that happens, it's happened a few times. Like I'm like, you know, of here ninety episodes or whatever, like it I've I'm like, what the fuck's going on? You know, like I'll get like super pissed off and it will like ruin my time. Cause like you're like you sound all fucked up, Joel. What's going on with you? I'm like, ah. did I uh, did I piss you off on that last? No, you episode? didn't piss me off. It just pissed oh, okay. me off. Like it was during like the part of that Paul Masterdale episode that was like the fucking heaviest hitting part, yeah. and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> my voice was just shitting on like the whole thing, and like Paul couldn't even hear me. That's how bad it was. He was like, he just kept going because my mic was so fucked up that he was like, it was not even a, a part from to stop. He was like, no, nope, I can't yeah. hear anything. So. Well, Chris, but, if you listen to this afterwards, dude, we're not mad at you at all, dude. Oh, we're not mad. You know, uh, well, we're not I'm even mad about bad. it happening. It's, it's actually yeah, Casey's super pissed, but <laughs> no, I think that these types of things just show the <laughs> the reality of the situation. Like we're we're we call ourselves a show, but this is literally just broadcasting a conversation that we're having through a Zoom situation. It's not it's not Zoom, but it's the same. So he's type ten of minutes deal. from Nicole and Justin, so. We can talk for fucking 10 minutes, dude. Get in the car, yeah. Chris. Yeah, yeah. Beat, Beat it, it out, out, dude. Beat it Beat out. Beat it out, dude. Beat <laughs> it out, dude. <laughs> God damn. But yeah, so, uh, fuck, there was something I wanted to talk about, but went away. Well, we, uh, <laughs> it was like I a got, time filler. I, I got one. All yeah, right, let's hear it. it. Our chat, what do you got? Throw some shit, funny shit in the chat. Let's oh, yeah, guys well, we got to record with Zach. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. all room, all room for a minute. We haven't going seen Zach morning. in twelve years. I hadn't. Zach Oren, yeah. Zach Oren from and, Castle uh, Ultimate. I mean, I'm sure there's. I mean, I know that you know Nicole. It's not Castle Ultimate anymore, though, right? What is it? Shark it's Bite. Shark Bite. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy. Uh, Casey, tell him about like how um, Rob Flynn from Machine Heads is like there all the time. Like, yeah, he's just man. like always there, like watching the recording. I'd be like. I mean, putting yeah. your shit down, like, could you get out of here, dude? Like, <laughs> like burn my eyes. Uh, like, it was like, you know, it was a big album for me. Like, I don't want like one of my early like influences just going like, so go for it, dude. Go. <laughs> yeah, I had this like flow going. I was all comfortable, had a good time, and then we took a break, and then like all of a sudden, for the first time out of the whole session, he just comes into the room, and I'm just like, oh, I recognize him. I know who that is, you know. And he's just standing there, super chill, like listening. And it was time for me to go back in and start tracking again. And I was like, to- totally not warmed up. And and I started like, oh, and then stopping and starting and like, do it again. Taking, I was just all getting starting to get nervous. Like, God dang it. He's like in there just, and I was like, but then it came out super cool. But it was just like those first few minutes, I was just kind of like, oh man, someone's watching me play. And it's, it's yeah, it's something about head. like recording is kind of brutal with like, uh, like when you have a bunch of people like watching, you know, I don't yeah. know, it adds like another element of like, the nervousness they call it what's well, that red light uh anxiety or whatever when it's on record oh yeah and you have other people on top of that just watching and you're like fuck like it's hard enough having zach watching you you're just like oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it stops you just like all right that was sloppy dude again you're like okay <laughs> like, <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good he's amazing no he's yeah he's usually producer, right so it's like engineer. he kind of right. he'll just be like let's just do it again and you're like uh, yeah all right. i love it he's great to work with yeah yeah 
I'm watching yeah. the chat while you guys are talking. I'm going to say Jedi. Shout out to Jedi Grind, a.k.a. Murray Fuck Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And I'm going to say you're wrong, though, bro. What do you say? The next one. After the his ha-ha-ha, he's thinking he's next. I would love to have Rob on. And I think we are going to, now that that has happened, we're going to try and pursue that. But no, that's not who I'm talking about next week. Next week is... Uh, it's, oh. it's uh, Yeah, he's mixing uh, Nicole's band. Callius. So oh, nice. Yeah, cool. Zach's yeah. been on our list since the beginning oh, of this. We're totally I've been talking to him. Yeah, I've been talking to him about it for a while. It's, and it's yeah, not that, it's not that uh, yeah. you know we can or cannot get him, but it's just like, yeah, to give you guys the break the fourth wall, it's pretty wild trying to get all the guests. And, and, and there you go. know, so getting the guests and scheduling everybody on their – on their time you know and making it work with our show we're only doing it on a thursday night like we have rarely had to switch the day that we usually do the show and that's i'm grateful for that because it was you know the day that we all could meet up and do but it's like getting guests together is pretty a lot it's it's an everyday thing for us you know constantly talking to people but um rob is definitely somebody that ever since I knew he had a podcast, I'd, I I always the, like, oh yeah, dude. I he saw was, their setup. I, we went into their room and I saw their whole podcast setup and everything. It was sick. It was like, oh, you guys really have like an actual sick setup with like multiple mics, at, like for like one table and the whole deal and everything. Really, you know, stuff. Right, right. And um, I'd love to eventually. I mean, since we're so spread out, it's hard for us to ever get in the same room together. And uh, but yeah, dude. I mean the fact that like you're saying that the, they have the six set up and we're just doing our best with what we got. Like it's pretty cool that we've gotten in this thing this far. So kudos to you guys as the fans. And Oh yeah. I love my resident homies. I'm, I couldn't be I now for how long we've been doing it. It's like, how could I not be hosting this thing with these guys, you know, and I'm missing the professor again. He, he should his, be on soon. His work schedule's getting in the way of the Thursday night thing, but yeah, dude, it's, it's temporary, I think. But um, yeah, we have a lot of things in store, a lot of still, you know, new plans and and goals and all that kind of stuff, dude. So it's we're excited about this thing still, this far into it, you know. It was pretty surreal waking up in the morning after the Paul Masvidal one and being like dude <laughs> when we finished that episode dude i literally yeah. just smiled yeah. myself to sleep i smiled <laughs> myself to sleep that night yeah yeah i was so stoked and yeah he's such a cool guy and he's like it's like part of our it's like almost like a, a homie now we're like talking to him we're still, all, still, yeah, like, what we're all chatting and texting yeah yeah. And it's like, yeah it's pretty wild to come dude. hang out and shit and like go hiking and stuff and i'm like what the fuck like it's paul like paul just showing up let's go for a hike i'd be like uh Yes. Yeah, dude. whatever you want, dude. <laughs> like, Throw on your vans and pull up those black socks, dude, and get going, dude. Yeah, he was an amazing guest. He was, wow, that was so cool. Yeah, no, it was uh, more than we could ever ask for for that episode, dude. And, and um, yeah, dude, I, I just everything we talked about for the four hours. God, we had DiGiorgio. I mean, we already said this on the last episode, but DiGiorgio and Masvidal, four hours plus each like as a podcast what else could you ask for in this genre this underground shit that we're we're 
trying to surround like make this thing surrounded by is it's like the biggest honor for us like such an honor you know and we're Mm -hmm. always worried too yeah it's a huge honor we're always worried like you know like they're a big deal so we're like don't want to take too much of their time and then it ends up going the longest Mm -hmm. you know like it's like it's such a trip how that works i'm like kind of like making sure like watching them be like dude if they're getting start getting tired and over it because we go long a long time sometimes you get a little but, too uh, sensitive about that i though, do dude. i do but i read people's pretty pretty well i can read people I, well. yeah but you didn't read them that well because you know t- like kept an going. hour and a half after you were saying that he was you, you thought he looked like that yeah yeah well i mean for sure it's just like respect too because it's three hours ahead so it was like you know, people got to sleep there. Well, I'm on the shit. I'm on the side of uh, this is our show, dude. We want to get every single yeah no thing sure. out of him. So it's like if he wants to stay on, I'll stay on as long as he wants, dude. No, definitely. No, I get that. Sometimes I'm just being respectful of the the time zone. Respect yeah. our show too, bro. Fuck you. What's up? <laughs> 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 no, yeah, but totally. he would have he would have called it if he wanted to call it, dude. He, yeah, yeah. But like I'm saying, dude, we got, I already said this, we got big things planned with this thing is not slowing down anytime soon, you know, and, and I'm grateful that I get to do this every single week. I've already said it many times. This is my filler shit is just loving our, our deal and loving you guys, dude, loving the fans. And, and literally if this is your first time listening to this thing, like, Hang out, bro. We're going to be doing it. And chicks, we're going to be doing this for a long time, dude. So subscribe and like and do all that shit because it gives us a little boost, too. Try not to step on my toes. Wait. <laughs> oh, dude. Feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. and, wait, did you really just add that right now? No, it's already there. I, we never used this, though. It's funny. I was like, yeah, oh, like and subscribe. You brought it up. We're just exactly, kind of just playing around with some, you know. Totally, dude. But yeah, now we're uh, blah, blah blah. We're stoked that like uh, and Casey's gonna be here, and then we have our buddy Riley's coming into town um, next week and throwing out vocals. So like the yeah yeah you know, things are yeah. coming together and they're sounding really good. Like we, we got a little like uh, you know whenever you record so, you get kind of that like mixed like a quick mix of things to listen to, and I'm just like fuck. It's actually like taking a life of its own kind of thing so so stoked on it (laughs) so so okay this is funny so like okay so i haven't seen zach in like exactly about 12 years and we the last time i saw him was recording polarity to cover birth like in 2010 or or 2009 at the end whatever and uh it was in the same studio same place and just like i left there 12 years later walked back in hey like what's up like we're recording this whole thing again and and he's been really positive and stoked on like this new project we're doing this all realm project um and the, the drums have come out great he's done an amazing job it's sounding awesome uh but he he brings up stuff from the past like like oh yeah like i remember recording that decrepit album and like there was some times where you just like played some stuff and i was just like <laughs> is this even music like what I, would, I can't what is this like this is so bad i can't even use it like on some beat i did or something sloppy or something on the take and yeah, i was yeah. dying laughing i'm like wow he's like it is so funny. Let's bring in uh let's bring in Christopher Vitti right here, dude. Oh <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> there he is, dude. Christopher Vitti, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Justin Beatty, dude. 
Chris, you're, you're doing this working a lot better you're, now. Set, you're getting it all ready for him before he goes there? Yeah, I'm, I'm all ready, dude. That a boy, dude. You're a bro, homie. I know. That's awesome. That's so nice of you, dude. You got the vibe going for the boy? Damn, I didn't get the yellow logo memo. Oh, dude, yeah. What's up, dude? I need to go change Oh, I know, shirt. right? I was about to say that, too. He's got one, too. BD's got one, too. Damn. Yeah. All right, and Casey's got yellow in his shirt, too. Yeah, Maybe I should wear my one shirt, too. Yellow is the color <laughs> of the night, dude. There you go. Dude, thanks, for, thanks for uh, setting it up for him, dude. I, that yeah, was, dude, no problem. That was some crazy shit. That was like the worst fucking so, connection we've ever dealt with. <laughs> for all the audio <laughs> listeners, we got Justin uh, McKinney here from uh, Zenith Passage. He's uh, hosting. What's up, buddy? You're impromptu third or fourth episode po, po, wait is it the third time you've been on it because it was uh second i guess technically this oh well, yeah third time because i was on with nicole's yeah yeah oh yeah that's right, that's right. hell yeah that's crazy Definitely. dude the zenith episode and then yeah you popped in on nicole's we were talking to, to zach a bunch about zenith like I oh learned, yeah like, I, love zach. I, I know everything now about zenith i was like whoa <laughs> they're the whole story <laughs> he told like, you that whole thing with keen uh, but, uh, but dude it's just about the recording and like how it came out and then all the new stuff and man i was i'm so stoked you guys were so fucking sick on that tour joel was the one dude, joel was the one who dude. turned me on to zenith first it was so good that first mm -hmm. ep you had a, a hard yeah. copy of it and uh i think i i'll remember i i remember the time that you showed it to me which you, we were going to the mall and I remember you and I went to like a GNC after that. And we were like looking at vitamins <laughs> and fucking like, <laughs> but on the way over there, we were listening to that first Zenith EP and I was like, Oh shit, dude, what's up? Here's a question for you. When you get in the oh, new, yeah, that new Zenith soon, we're working out some label logistics right now. Dude, this, is this good? I mean, yeah, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. It's gotta have the perfect shot, dude. Over there's not okay. Right there, you're centered right there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I have this weird two monitor setup, so it's hard to find the center. Uh, I usually put my camera on my other TV. It's like too high. The okay. banana, you got three monitors, don't you? Yeah, I got oh, the one it. on the top here. That's what I use when I stand up when I stream. Oh damn. okay. Gotcha. So hey, real quick, uh go can you go to the settings and turn off echo cancellation under the audio? Yeah. Is it all fucked? Um, it's just like cutting out a little bit. Okay. And oh, I hear myself talking now. now. Check. <laughs> so, so turn it back, back on. <laughs> I just I just muted my monitor. Is it fine now? Test, Test. one, two, two. I can I hear can myself. myself. Ah. <laughs> Check. <laughs> That's good. That's good. This right. is the funniest fucking tech <laughs> bullshit episode. Such tech. Such I mean, tech. it's a technical difficulty metal. Show difficulties. <laughs> Paul Gilbert. Yeah, yeah. So Dude, working out label Paul logistics. Gilbert. What's up? I was talking. You just mentioned Paul Gilbert. Uh, Scott yeah. and I went to uh, hang out with James from uh, Black Crown Initiate. We met them at the Rainbow Room, and uh, we drove by the the whiskey. And on the marquee, it said Paul Gilbert. Yeah. Dude, my my drum teacher is playing drums with them like an old drum teacher he showed a picture of him standing out in front bill ray shout out dude. it's the guy that like taught casey when like yeah when i was in high school yeah yeah, yeah. Paul cool, man. yeah. Dude, I go see him. yeah i love paul gilbert i know dude. he's like dude. one of my favorites for sure 
it was sick i wish i wish that we could have gone but i we didn't realize we saw the crowd outside and we're like damn dude like this there's a lot of people to see paul gilbert it's like sold out but they didn't look like a paul gilbert you know guitar nerd crowd it was like all like you know kind of myspace era looking people and wine drinking dads (laughs) what does that mean you know, my space era, you know, and like I love it. Uh, the hair with the little crimp thing. I don't know, you know, <laughs> the emo kid look. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we like are at the rainbow room and then like all of a sudden all these people came and Mark- Marco Kubo was there. Like, what the fuck are you doing oh, here, fuck. dude? And then Mark, yeah. like, he's like, oh, I'm playing bass and dance. You haven't danced. Like, Wait, oh, what? oh, from, oh, from. So it was a dance. You haven't danced on. Yeah. But they, uh, I guess they changed the marquee and we're like, what the fuck? I'll go over here. That's crowd, dude. Awesome. That's crazy. It's a bunch of people just all like fucking ready to pit it up for ball ball. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, Rex coming through. Yeah, yeah. So what's this awesome. da- dance, Racer. Gavin Dance? I've heard that name before. What is that all about? I haven't really listened to him, but I mean, it's like great guitar playing. Um, so they're metal. I don't, I guess yeah, they're like metal, like more like I guess in the pop side of things. I, I'm not mm-hmm. a I'm not a one to really ask. I haven't really listened to him, but I just know that that Will Swan guy's a great guitar player. Will Swan, okay. Post hardcore, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. He's gonna. Yeah, that sounds, really that sounds like a post hardcore band, Dance Gavin Dance. Yeah. It's yeah, like but, uh, uh, it's like Tony Tap Dance Extravaganza, like something like that. that you know? You're like, you're right inside my head, dude. Because yeah, well, yeah. the dance, but that's like tech metal. Shit, okay, right? okay, okay. I don't need damn chances. It's great. Yeah, no, I'm down. I remember getting their first. It was. It must have been an EP, but then I realized that they got like bigger and better production too. Like that's like that whole black market activities era of yeah. You know, off the tail end of Dillinger type deal that was going on back then. Yeah early yeah like when odious was a thing in 2000 the early 2000s that's like what was bubbling up like i remember even trying to get a uh, uh, odious signed to black market activities but i handed him a copy of devouring and i'm like hey dude here's their old album because i'm not on it i'm gonna be on the next one yeah. it sounds different than this and he was just like oh dude cool dude sound- red fed records yeah <laughs> yeah 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 but uh, yeah, no, I loved all that that type of shit. That um, ion dissonance, um, dead oh, yeah. water drowning, all those weird psyopus. Well, that's like straight up math, fucking. Yeah, that was wasn't, that. Wasn't uh, Redcord on Black Market or no? They well, were they on it. Gus was running it. Guy, guy, guy. guy sorry, I said right. Gus. Sorry, but there I'm was one letter off. Blade, right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. that's what uh, um, animosity was like. Their prodigies, you know. Yeah, and um, they're their big money making fucking. Yeah, I mean, I think it really was animosity that made me turn me on to that label, and then I was like following all you know down the rabbit hole of that and finding a bunch of cool stuff that was coming out of that record label. How does how does a subsidiary work? Because there's there was Good Fight Records, there was you know Black Market Activities, there's Inside Out, that's Century Media, just and there's like, like a all parent these... company to you know a smaller so company. They get they get like access to all the distribution or something, and then they get like a certain budget, and then they can. Is that how it works? I don't know. They get like a different name to kind of like dial in like the genre that they're going for. And yeah, maybe it's like a like... different team that handles a different type, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, they have the cushion of the bigger label to 
play with. It's kind of like a band being I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just trying to make it up in my head right now, but I would think <laughs> that it would be like the honesty. <laughs> no, but for real, I'm I'm thinking it would be like a a band signing to a bigger label too. But no, it wouldn't be like that because it's business shit where there it's like Metal Blade is it has um you know, faith in guy and what he's looking for. So he's kind of like he's kind of like A&R, but at the same time he gets to run his own shit, you know. Yeah. Like he's not just gathering bands for Metal Blade. He's like, "Here, I'm going to here I have my own little pocket here like the small tent at the circus. Yeah. Chris you know? is calling me. Sorry to cut you off. That's oh, all good. For sure. I'm here. Um, but yeah, but yeah no, like, think of like the smaller tent at the big circus, dude. Totally. And, and definitely. guy's the one who's the ringleader. And, and he's got his oh. own. Is he there? Is, is Chris yeah, there? Chris is here. I got to let him in. Okay, uh, cool. right. That's all good. I'll Thank be you right for back. fucking saving the day, brother. Oh, you got to go change, and then I'll turn into Chris. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Got to th- uh, put that Thor costume on. Get that. Get the hammer. <laughs> but yeah. my chair stuck. So I don't know if I can get out. Sun's going down. I'm getting darkness. Going watch. On. No. Watch. Watch. The best part is if Chris like starts going like, "Yeah, so my mom." <laughs> like, yeah. Freezes exactly. again, like, when he's, when he's oh my god, down. dude! If that happens right now, dude. I'm gonna throw my fucking. I cleaned uh, this house yesterday, dude. I'm gonna so throw funny. my beer across the room, dude. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna bust out that Swiffer. In a fun way, though, I'm going to be like, "Yes, dude, it have it's following him, no matter where he goes." Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This comes on, it's like, it's like, <laughs> he like changes locations, like freezes, like right off the bat. Like, He's incompatible uh, with the internet. <laughs> what would be even better is if he jumps in and just actually freezes just to fuck with us. He pranks us. Too. Oh, that would be actually a pretty good move. But yeah. actually, this whole time he's just really good at freezing. Like, you know, <laughs> he's just like. It's like, you don't it's know like dude, this actor. fucking like, this mime school is really paying off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, 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 is this him? It's got the yellow logo. Yeah, yeah. dude, he yes, made it, it dude. Fuck yeah, no. dude. Hell so yeah. your mom, <laughs> your mom. So your yeah. mom got you. Into- <laughs> yeah. There we go again. So, yeah. Back All to right. master puppets and <laughs> stranger things. Yeah, yeah. Well, put the mic. Uh, can you put the mic uh, closer to your face, real quick? Yeah. 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 We were yeah. talking about Master Puppets before Stranger Things, man. Right. <laughs> oh, gatekeepy! Like, get on, dude. Gatekeepy. That's, that's the new cool, term dude. that everyone's At first. I was keepy. Don't like... no, don't dude. be so keepy, dude. <laughs> Why you keeper? Why you don't All right, anyways. Yeah. So your mom yeah. was in the middle and stuff. So like welcome, that. Like no, we're not gonna literally talk <laughs> back. We gotta address it for a second, dude. Now we gotta talk about the drive over. We gotta talk about. Yeah, yeah. How was the drive? You know? So, uh, so you freeze up. You freeze up, and you're like, "Fuck, dude." So what, so what are you doing in your house? What are you What are you doing? Are you like pacing around? Are you calling Justin, or is Justin calling you? How'd that happen? No, I, I saw the quick, uh, which comment. It's like, come over. Yeah. Yeah. He called him. And you just said, fuck it, I'm out. And you grabbed your keys and you fucking ran. Did it, yeah. And luckily, we're very close, so it's not far at all. Yeah, you said 10 minutes or something like that? Yeah, here. So what did you listen to on the way over? Was it silent? No, what did I have in? Um, Intrinsic. Okay. Yeah, I was a CD, the contortionist. Nice. Oh, okay, okay. They're fucking sick. You still rock CDs? I hear myself. (laughs) Freaky. 
You still rock CDs? What kind of car are you driving? Do yeah, uh, 05 Camry. Oh, okay, oh. yeah, you definitely rock CDs, dude. I'm driving yeah. an 04 F-150, dude. Six CD changer. What's up, dude? <laughs> okay. Damn. No auxiliary, no fucking nothing, dude. Whoa, whoa, listen. You're stuck with six CDs, guys. <laughs> What'd you say, Chris? Can you hear that? <laughs> the voice? Actually, hey, uh, I think there's possibility that there's like, is it using is it using the microphone? Uh, like through the Justin? Is it using? Sorry, Jesus. I'm like, whose name, Chris? <laughs> um, is he? I feel like it's coming through like a speaker, like a like computer speaker or something, because it's cutting out. But I can hear that. Through a computer speaker. Or a computer mic. Computer mic. Computer mic. If you go to audio, then make sure it's like connected to that mic. I feel like that mic's not working. Uh, is it something in here? If you go oh, settings audio. I love this, dude. This is. <laughs> what are you hearing? Chaos, dude. I can hear. It feels like it is working. It's just like a, like a really hard gate on it. Oh, a hard. Anyways, gate? I think the mic's it? working. What does that even mean? Hard. Oh, gate. It's cutting off. He's talking, and it's cutting off at the end or in the beginning. I think yeah, there might be a gate. Maybe I just have to talk louder. I could just be talking yeah. to you. There it is. That's good. There, there it is. All right. All right. We're back. Justin's a tech lord. <laughs> you. Yeah, you sound great now. Perfect. Whatever cool. you did. Awesome. But uh, yeah, so you, uh, your, your mom. Rocking. <laughs> your mom. It's dangerous waters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're in the mom metal band. So I mean, yeah, that's, where, that's where we literally left off. So. All right. Um, you know what it is? We probably. It's because Joseph's not here. You know, it's not right. <laughs> it should yeah, be know, just everything's going wrong maybe <laughs> that was it was like the professor has to be here from the beginning of the story dude so where the fuck is he it's 8 32 <laughs> no, i'm sure he's, he's coming soon. any minute probably all right all right no, dude so mom turned you on to the metal dude that's crazy we were tripping yeah. on that earlier yeah so i um like it was always present my dad was listening to like the harder stuff that was going on then too when i was a kid like corn and you know queens um or cruises stone age i mean um but my mom was like and still is like big metal fan like i got her into like opeth and mastodon and ghost and like Killer. all that stuff um and so, so but what age was mom turning you on to the metal first uh man like honestly as early as i can remember She's like we would it in the car yeah we would like drive to um to mammoth which is like a five six hour drive from where i am and um like a snowboard people go there to snowboard yeah exactly yeah. for like a weekend um and the whole car ride would be like i remember one time in particular it was uh sabbath bloody sabbath just that record nice, like for the whole ride there and back and uh that like i loved it like I was so young, but I just loved it. Like every second of it. Um, and like, I, I would start seeking stuff out at that point. Like I would hear it from her and then it was like, I'm going to find what CD that was in, in the little collection, you know? Um, totally. It's such a good like, fucking album. Dude. Oh dude. It's, it's the, the first two songs, especially just yeah. out of control. No, it's so sick. Snooping around in old people's CD collections, dude. I definitely did that plenty, dude. Sure. And the, uh, what? I was gonna say Joel and I literally listened to that album earlier today. today while Joel was cleaning his couch. Little synchronicity, dude. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Yeah. About yeah, how that to have a mom with a good collection and then you get to you know snoop around in it. That's pretty dope. Yeah. 
and what what was really cool this is fast forwarding a little bit but when um when i got my first ipod like the shuffle that tall one um yeah i got it my dad got it for my stepbrothers and i like we all had one and then like we all got to make lists of the songs we wanted which was mostly like whatever was on guitar hero one and two um Mm -hmm. and like i took it over to my mom's at one point and it wiped it because back then you can only have like one computer associated with it and uh then she loaded it with her whole collection and that was like kind of what started that obsession i mean that that's later on that's when i was probably like eight or nine but like i had that on my ipod totally by chance you know like Mm -hmm. it just a random tech accident and then it just went from there hey dude tech random text accidents we know you're prone to them after tonight dude. <laughs> always <laughs> synchronicity but here's one that's uh in a, in a positive way you got uh a download uh, joel like uh, a download you yeah, got yeah. a download dude download dude, i love that i love when you say that it's yeah, true yeah. dude i mean if you think about it like it's no different than having a hard drive and it's just like software Windows updates update. and fucking yeah, yeah. And, and they come in forms of art, dude. It's pretty wild. Totally. Okay, so you got, uh, but that, the, so before, oh shit, the professor's <laughs> here, dude. Yeah. What so, up? Yes. Cheers, dudes. Cheers, nice. bro. Cheers. Was that the, is that the Metal Blade revision one? What no, this is, is uh, oh. Electro Hop from Beachwood Brewing, who... Uh, this nice. was given to me by Max, Max uh, Visbeek of Transcend the Realm today. Shout out, Max. I stopped by his Shout work, out. which is a mile from where I work. And uh, I can just go get free beer anytime I want. It's the fucking sickest thing ever. So yeah, I'm super pretty good. That's a pretty good deal. I'm fronting nice. pretty hard about that, I know, but that's pretty sick. So shout out. So. <laughs> Did you hear about all so, the shit that we've been going through so far? You're, we're still in the beginning of his story, dude. And we think that the universe... <laughs> Has made it that Yeah, way. you didn't so miss you anything, would, Joseph. You would be here. Have you guys from met the my friend? You guys have met Chris. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, first yeah. time. So, <laughs> but the the thing was, is he had such t- bad tech situation that he literally is at Justin's house right now because his internet was terrible at his house. He kept on uh, freezing it. You know, mostly handsome pictures they were the handsomest freezes like in podcast history for sure <laughs> wait you're like like at the beginning of the pod you... for like the first yeah. half an hour dude we're we, an we... hour in we've just been dealing with it the whole time. i just got just <laughs> <laughs> but it's been some good stuff it's been pretty fun no, i like it it's fucking no, uh, yeah it's all good we handled the whole thing but i'm just saying it's it, we were just talking right before you got here if you think that the dude. universe was like he has to be here from the beginning the professor has to be yeah exactly inside. Class has, to be, class has to be in session. Class has to be in session, guys. I, I, I'm kind of over this whole. I work so for people listening. I work until like seven, seven thirty, or sometimes eight o'clock. Like this week is till eight. I'm kind of over missing the first several whatever minutes or hour of it, and it's. I don't know. I'm glad that it was that you're we're starting right now because oh, yeah. I, I don't you're like welcome. joining in like. That's actually one of the reasons I didn't join. I can talk about that later. Like last week, I was just like, I felt like I was just going to ruin the vibe if I came in, dude. Like long yeah. story short. So Perfect. I'm glad I'm here for what we can consider yeah. the start. Oh, yeah. so, All good, yeah. dude. All good. Yeah. We miss you anytime you're not on here, oh, Professor, yeah. dude. No, it's Thanks. always better with you here yeah. for sure. 
but I need the money, so I can't tell them <laughs> to not give me the hours. But yeah. uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we're sure as hell not gonna reschedule this shit, you know. So hell no. Fuck, you got the Beatles dude. <laughs> in it for doing yeah, it. Yeah. What's up, dude? Yeah. What's up? I should come to can I come over to Justin's? Yeah. I'm like <laughs> yeah. how far, how far am I Justin's? away? I'm like 20 minutes or something. There's one mic <laughs> though. It's probably like 30, yeah, 25, 30, however far mine. Okay, I'm Good. chilling. I gotta pack up my drums and take them to Chicago Domination Fest tomorrow. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. Even, my my symbols plug that yet. That, that's something that I want. I wanted to mention when I see all the flyers this week. I was like, we should mention that on the pod too because Joseph's gonna be. Where are you guys? What? How is that a multi day or is that one it's, day? It's happening tonight. This is day one. I could look at the fucking list and tell you who's playing this second. Um, shout out to Miguel. He's in the band Virulent Excision. He is the organizer of the fest. He's playing tonight. Um, some other sick heads are playing tonight. Friday night, uh, Stabbing, Condemned, Wormhole, Cerebral Incubation, Damn. Volvidinia, Mortal Decay. I think those yeah. are like the six, like the end of the bands. I don't know everyone on the above that. And then we're playing Saturday night right after Gorgasm. Whoa! <laughs> I know. I have to follow. I have to follow Matt Kilner playing Gorgasm, which is gonna be fucking stupid. So but. Stab is decrepit, and the rest of that uh, tour on in there as well because Stabbing. Oh, so they jumped off the the decrepit tour now. Yeah, Stabbing jumped off to do this fest, and then they're not. That that was just their part of the tour they just did, so they're not hopping back on later. It's oh that was, okay. Kind of like a routing thing. Yeah, I think the yeah. tour already went through Chicago, um, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, so it's a uh, yeah. Anyway, so um, I'm excited for for Saturday, um, and then immediately afterward, I'm hopping back, jumping on this Ominous Ruin tour, which we are sponsoring the first Cali Death podcast sponsored tour. Yeah. And Props to you guys for hanging out with us last week. Hey, that's sick. <laughs> we are, yeah, we plugged it. We've already plugged it both episodes after that, too, dude. So, Hell yeah. So yeah. I, I hope the, you know, last week, this week, and then there's, you guys are going to be out on the road before we do another show, right? Yeah. The first, sh uh, first show is Thursday. So I'm going to probably not be here next week because I'll be playing. So you guys, maybe we'll get like a five minute pop in on. Well, actually, I don't know. You might feel the same way next week about popping in if it all works out, dude. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm somehow StreamYard doesn't work well on my phone. I've had issues with it. If I have my laptop set up, it's a different story. But um, we'll see how it goes. Hey, who am I going to see? Not a drunk. Hell yeah, dude. Let's fucking go. I'll see you in Tacoma, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. Maybe you'll do a, maybe maybe bring some uh, Cali. Do you have any Cali dust shirts and do like a real live bagging, like an in-person <laughs> live bagging? <laughs> um, we are we are sold out of everything except extra large. So I think I already sent not a drunk a T-shirt because I think he ordered one. Um, so, but I can bring the last. I think it's like two XLs left or something on the tour. Just yeah, I can probably give them to the to the guys on the tour, but I can give them to anyone really. So what up, dude? If you all right, if you order it before Joseph goes out on the road, you, it's yours. If not, it's going out, and we're sold out, guys. So exactly, and yeah. we'll we'll re up soon. Like I said, 
But enough about Cali Death Podcast. Know, okay. It's all let's about get, Chris let's get back B, to the story. Chris is like, so I was. I know, I know. I'm so afraid <laughs> to talk. No, don't, dude. It's all good, dude. I mean, no, don't be afraid. That's yeah. That's, no, no. Actually, I, there's I actually really dig. I really dig this because it lo- it's no different than sitting in a living room with your homies and like people are walking in and out of the door. Chris had to go fucking grab beer and then he's back now. And Joseph <laughs> yeah, just yeah, showed yeah. up. You know, it's a, it's that same vibe, dude. That's all just getting started. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. No, I'm scared to not to talk, but to jinx the. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, your uh, your connection's perfect, dude. Yeah, this nah, is, this is you're all good. Definitely. So, where are we in the story, though? Um. So before I was asking because he was talking about eight or nine. And I, so like b- before that, like you, you get to what's the age you think you were for, you have your first memory. Most of us, right. It's like five, six, maybe pretty early. Yeah. Mine are, are pretty early. I, I do I, have, I do actually have pretty early ones, but if those are like few and far between, but like mm-hmm. where you can really recall like something other than just like a few, uh details of the memory because i have shit from like my parents told me i was like one less than one oh wow and i'm like what but that's only like because i remember this color this thing a towel like that's it's literally just like that but for the memory of like music and stuff so mom and dad and you said dad what kind of stuff was dad feeding you at the time he he's all over like i can't remember a specific thing he might have like thrown at me but it was just everything well, like, i shouldn't say feed you but i'm just like in, in, involuntarily no like, yeah, just, yeah you know playing it while you're around and then you hear it and you're like my ear got a little bigger at that moment you know yeah i mean he was literally just listening to everything like with him there was there was like reggae and rock and um like singer songwriter and um like just everything really Dude, and he's, I, he's made a lot of different kinds of music too that um, kind of already like if you think about it like your your taste in music i'm sure you have in the way that you play like that's already the like recipe that's going on like being able to be exposed to so many different aspects and then your mom's like here's all the metal you know it's like it's basically like what we all do is take every a little bit of everything and try and put it into metal yeah yeah and metal was for whatever reason was just the one that always clicked Mm -hmm. like all the other stuff i don't remember having like like a strong connection to but like when i heard queens of the stone age or like even that like smooth criminal alien ant farm i was obsessed with that one joel's doppelgangers in that band (laughs) and he plays bass too <laughs> movies. Uh, no, Dude, movies. Watch, we. I wish we had it ready, but there's some pretty fucking. I look eerie exactly looking like pictures, him. dude. Yeah, I can oh, see from it. that yeah. video too, where they're like in the uh the boxing ring or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. And there's exactly. some still shots of that where you're like, yo, that's pretty, <laughs> when when Joel used to spike his hair, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll bleach my tips and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just Anyways. taught that song uh, recently to a student. They're doing right. it as part of the the new metal show at the school. Yes. So bleach, it's actually like kind tips. of a hard riff, dude. Like 
Okay, I know we're going into the new metal thing for a second, but if you we listen to the album, like that bass player is actually fucking really sick. Yeah, he's got really some sick front. licks on there. You can hear him out front too. It's like he's mm-hmm. like super out, you know, like out. You can hear like the like that to get that right. Like what Joseph was saying, like if, to get that like it sounds easy, but then like when you actually have to perform it, like you have to make sure and like you know I've been recording lately, so like. Make sure like you're like actually hitting all Your the meter, notes, yeah. you know, you know, because yeah. like you can see like in recording, like you can see like how many notes are there, and like, well, it's one short, like I'm fucking up, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah so definitely is hard. All right, I know he mentioned corn too. There's so many ways that he was trying to lead us into the new metal thing for a second. Oh, we can talk about new metal for sure. Later on, corn was like one of the most important bands for me. Hell yeah, middle school. Um, but up, up till that. issues after issues i didn't listen to anything after that but i'll i'll rep all five of those albums the, no I, I have no shame in that mm-hmm. me either man even the two after I've, I, like, I, I've never heard maybe, I should, maybe i should go really? back and listen to them they're pretty but good that, but that just goes to show like the, the transition that i was having at that time because mm-hmm. i was experiencing those albums in real time so right. goes with joel too like something happened right after that when did issues come out what 99 right it was like somewhere around yeah so i was coming across like slip oh well not yes slipknot's first record came out in 99 too so it's like slipknot's first record came out in 99 too so it's like sorry i just was on on the twitch i was like who is that (laughs) of course we have to have more tech shit going on right now you have to have more tech shit going on. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, that, that, at that time in my life, I was ex- discovering the more heavy, brutal yep. shit. But I never, ever will say that the new metal phase always was my bridge to get into what I'm into now. And I'll never say anything bad about the stuff that actually still holds up a lot with me today, you know? Oh, yeah. Self-titled Slipknot, LD50, those two right there are actually my goats for in Iowa. Iowa was a game changer too. For Don't the even metal kids on that record, dude. Blast beats <laughs> we, we and all that shit, while, flooding on the double bass, you know. And yeah, Joey Jordan, Joey Jordan definitely was like a guy I was that made me want to hear more extreme drumming. And then mm-hmm. I came across morbid angel pretty quick. And then I was like, Oh shit. Exactly. The fuck is this? You know? All right. But now I'm on me, dude. Come on. You guys got to cut me off. You guys got to cut <laughs> me off, dude. This is a beat. This is the beetle episode, dude. So, all right. Corn was, corn was like getting it. That was like an important thing at nine. Really? No, that was, that was a little later. Um, I'm talking like when I was really little, I just, I remember like I would hear Freak on the Leash on a radio or something or like, yeah. um, even like Limp Biscuit or whatever. And like, I just dug it like as a kid, like I was always, I kind of had that, like that, that like adrenaline response or whatever you get from it. Like I just always got that and liked it, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. maybe that's because my mom was playing like rock and hard rock and stuff and, and some like early metal. So it was like, I, I didn't have to, like, it wasn't questionable. It was just like, oh yeah, it's just like loud music. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it was just always so, cool. Oh, so you're saying you kind of accepted it in the same way. It wasn't like a feeling of like you were going in a more extreme direction. No, it was just like, I like this, you know, Hell like yeah. that's kind of oh, always how it was just going off a of feel. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's awesome, dude. That's actually yeah. really cool. And then, um, I think the first band that I like really clicked with would have been, um, uh, Lincoln park, like after meteor, came out. Uh, that was actually my first concert. My mom took me to see them on that tour um, at the Long Beach Arena, I think it was. And right. that was like for a first experience, it was so gnarly for a kid, you know? Like it was, mm-hmm. I think the bill was uh, Hoobastank POD, Lincoln Park. No shit. And like, I just, I loved every second of it, you know? Like it was kind of like watching that and then, um, watching like their live in Texas DVD when that came out was like totally what made me want to do music at all. Even before I could play guitar, it was just like, that's what I want to do. And like just that energy and everything. Like I, I wanted to be a vocalist because of Chester at right. that super young age that didn't really continue, but <laughs> um, I'll, I'll give you a little insight on that because I did, I was actually in a new metal rap metal band in high school and we did cover Lincoln park, dude. Hmm. And uh, um, I loved their rap singing back and forth thing because that's like what I was into at the time. And dude's got some spits on that first record, dude. And he's actually got some dope lines where I was like, yeah. oh, this guy actually is really an MC, you know? Yeah. I think they were kind of the only ones that genuinely did it, like without it being kind of forced or anything. Mm-hmm. Like it was both sides of it were were very real. And I think that's why they got so, you know, so big as you could feel it. Mm-hmm. Like none of it was like just trying to rap over rock because that was popular. It was like they totally right. breathed it. Realness yeah, I mean, it was comes like, from with, like I mean, oh, to, to the end of his, you know, life. You know, like a lot of those lyrics, like those were ringing true. And like mm-hmm. and, and that's what made when you know, when he passed away, like. I, I'm, a, I'm a late Lincoln Park because I think I got out of new metal when they started to get big. But um, like listening to his fucking lyrics, you're like, it's like eerie now. Like it's like shit. He was like, like actually talking about shit he was like going through. It wasn't just like, like actual, like a little angst. You know, it was like, you know, shit that he actually but ended up, you know, becoming his demise. You know, for lack of a better term, um, at the end was listening to those songs, going like, shit, dude, this guy was like in actual pain for like mm-hmm. a long time you know like he's famous as fuck playing stadiums or whatever every night and then it goes to that and you're just like jesus man like it doesn't matter you know what level of success or where you're at if you're like brains not you know if you're sad or bummed like it really can go you know in the, in the shitty direction did you guys ever listen to taproot <laughs> i did a little bit that first record is another like painful sounding record I hope he's not faking it because I felt the real from that record. All right, dude. Now you're 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 I'm all drunk and we're talking about new metal. <laughs> new metal. And we're still in BDs. We haven't even gotten to ten years. I know, I know. We gotta we gotta let we gotta let him we gotta let him talk and not weed it up too much. <laughs> we're weeding it all night. Um so yeah, Lincoln Park was a big one. Uh, I think the first CD I bought was that like I said, the live in Texas. Um and I just like worshiped that band and and those songs. Um, and then I think the next thing that really kind of set it off for me was Guitar Hero. Like we got the first Guitar Hero, my stepbrothers and I, uh, for Christmas. And 
that like totally changed my life. Like I think that's like the single biggest influence for me on guitar and music was, was that game. I had like, a feeling you were going to say that because uh, you had mentioned it earlier. I was like, oh, dude, that, I'm, we're probably going to find out that his main inspiration for getting a guitar was that game. Yeah, it absolutely was. Like, I I had him in the house and I would kind of like strum on him um, for my dad. But like, I I never like had the drive to pick one up and learn it. You know, like mm-hmm. I was more into like the, the front man thing, I think, like watching Linkin Park. Like, I, I thought that was cool. Um, but Guitar Hero, like it kind of mixed both because I was I grew up playing video games. Um, like I've always just connected with that as well. So the like the challenge of learning and like overcoming whatever obstacle was there, and then the music side was there. So it it had both things that I loved. Like it just I took off so hard with it. Um, and then the thing with Guitar Hero is like you always want to play the harder songs because they're more fun and you know more of a challenge. Um, and mm-hmm. the harder songs were always the metal ones because they're more technical and right. faster. Um, so I always gravitated towards those and just, I don't know, for, again, for whatever reason, like in both those first two games, um, the two Megadeth songs were my favorite songs in both. Like I had no idea who Megadeth were. It was just like, oh, this song is by Megadeth and this one's by Megadeth. I like Megadeth. So like, and that's what introduced me to Megadeth and then kind of, started the the spiral down you know then i started asking my parents about all these bands and then that's when i said with the ipod thing my mom started feeding me all this music like oh if you like megadeth like we have this cd and i think it was uh, so far so good so what she had in the house um so she like gave me that and then you know all the aussie and sabbath and dio and maiden stuff and like then i had it on my ipod and then it was like very personal experience. Like I could just go to school and listen to it and right. like connected with all of it so fast. And then, um, so think, what, how old did you rock that iPod before, uh, you started to dig? And if you did dig or if you didn't, who did you meet that would be, you know, helping fuel that fire to get bigger? I think, um, so there were, um, I would say so I had two stepbrothers and they were they were older than me they're like 2 and 5 years older so mm-hmm. they were getting stuff from their dad too who was like into harder stuff like I think he was showing them Pantera nice. and and so like that's kind of where I started hearing about Pantera was from my stepbrothers um and I think when around the time when Guitar Hero 3 came out I was probably like 9 or 10 that's when I I started really searching for music that was outside of uh like the home uh because that's when i i think uh before i forget from slipknot was on that game and that was one where it was like neither of my parents knew who slipknot were or Mm -hmm. listened to them or like they knew who they were but that wasn't their thing um so then it was like with an itunes card from uh, a birthday or something i just was like oh i'll check out some slipknot and then i bought a few songs there and like that's how i would do it it would i would go go through the guitar hero catalog on iTunes and then like buy the songs I liked and then search for the other songs. And then like my stepbrothers and I would like share them with each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually I just remembered another early memory. My uh, like early on in YouTube, when that was first starting up, my older stepbrother was, was all over it showing us videos. And I think he was showing us like the Holy Wars video and like some bullet for my Valentine or something like 
mm. whatever early metal videos were on on YouTube. Um, and those were starting to feed it too. So I had it coming from all these different sides. It was like mom was showing me all the old school stuff. Step brothers were kind of more in tune with modern and then guitar hero was like everything. Um, so I kind of, I had all of it coming in at once. Right. And then, uh, I think with slipknot, I started to branch out a little bit more and that's, that's when I started. That's cool that you, if you think about it, like mom was giving you, if we're going to go with the software thing again, she's giving you the first, like the main software upgrade that you need, which is all the core shit, all the seeds mm -hmm. of everything. And then you had the guys that were just a little bit older than you, your stepbrothers that were more in tune with currently what's going on. And then that was like a springboard for you to finally, you know, get out there and start digging on your own. Yeah, totally. And, um, that like my progression definitely it feels very very natural like when i look back on it it's like started with the 70s 80s stuff and then got into like the big four and then started kind of moving through um like for some reason it just happened very naturally like i didn't i wasn't i didn't have death metal thrown at me like immediately you know it just like everything just happened like mm -hmm. that and i think that's because like you said it's i had i had the mom and then the stepbrothers and we were kind of easing into it all together. Yeah. You know? So did your, did your stepbrothers get into the more extreme stuff with you? Yeah. Yeah. They, nice. they were really into all that stuff. We were just sharing bands back and forth all throughout growing up and still do like they're, they're both still into metal and um, they play and, and, uh, and write it and everything. So we're all still in, in touch with all that stuff, but what's they were what's like, up with their shit. Out. What do they play? Like what style do you think they play? Um, they were doing they were mostly playing when i was in high school um they play together they did yeah they they okay. had a band called ascendancy when i was in like middle school high school and that was yeah. like um just like american metal kind of mm -hmm. style i guess mm -hmm. like you know pantera lamb of god testament kind of yeah kind of sound um and they were great they were a, a massive influence on me like watching them do that was like i want to i want to be in a band like that totally but that's yeah. Yeah, that that was more towards middle school, high school. Um, but we were all doing Guitar Hero together as kids. And then, like, when I found Megadeth, that's when the guitar thing started. That's when I was, like, like I think my mom recognized I was listening to them a lot. So she took me to see them on, I think it was Machine Head. It was a Machine Head, Megadeth, Heaven and Hell in, like, 2007 or something. It was really gnarly lineup. Um, and that was probably my second concert experience. And like, from then on, I just like fell in love with Megadeth so hard. And then my parents were like, okay, like you're into guitar hero, you're into music. Like we're going to get you a guitar. Like it's about time. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. And then it was all history. Yeah. That's so, f I mean, if you think it's a, it's like Luca. you got the, the full experience of like, and you experienced it live too. So like you got everything you got the, what it was before what it what it is now and you got to see like the people play it live and you're like oh shit dude this this whole experience of listening to music and seeing it live and all that stuff just makes you have you have to get into it you have to like mm -hmm. go do something you got to go do your own thing after it's that. interesting too with the with like how like you know and because obviously like um chris you're younger than us but like seeing the uh 
how Guitar Hero was like a, a big thing, you know? It was like Oh yeah. I it's it's, like I think people don't realize how important that game is for an entire generation. Yeah, like, definitely. It totally sculpted me and my life. Yeah. Like, I would not be into I think a lot of the stuff without it. Um, wow. And it like I think I was talking to um Wes on one of those days in um in Fresno and he was we were kind of talking about that. From alluvial? He, he was like, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and he was saying you know, he's like, I thought it would have the opposite effect. Like I thought kids would play it and never want to play guitar again, but it like pushed me and like so many friends I had to get into playing music. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. It There's a video enough. out there too with, uh, it's cause it's, you know, as like a reverse thing with like a <laughs> fucking Casey, um, uh, with a, you know, um, like a band, like there's a video on, on YouTube of rush trying to play a rock band, like yeah. of their song. You know, and they're just like, going, they're just fucking up the whole thing. Like, they can't do it. Like, they're not even on the same, you know, like uh, wavelength with it. But like, um, it's you know, if, if you're starting out and you're you know just getting into music and stuff, it like brings like a like a competitive kind of nature to it, where you're like, oh, dude, I could get better at this, and well, you know, and then you it shows you it's a a program that shows you all these new songs and stuff, and like it's all these things that you could like, like you said with Megadeth, it's like I remember. Yeah, uh, like what Luca was saying, like Fire and Flames, like with, mm -hmm. with Dragon Force, like that, that blew them up to a like a fucking different level because they came through their first tour, they like playing a small place. Their their first tour was like tiny, fucking Guitar Hero hits, and they're playing like, a, like close to arenas, like right yeah. like the second tour, you know. So to have, I mean, it's a big influence that we never bring up on the podcast, but um, you know, for people that start with video games and stuff like that, and that was more prevalent in their age group um yeah guitar hero is fucking pretty goddamn huge you know yeah and it was fun <laughs> i had a fun time playing that game so much time on it and then there was also rock band where you can have like a full band yeah i like yeah. to play the drummer in that and when we had full thing try and act like i was casey <laughs> <laughs> on the easy like settings it's like it's over like every other drum you get to yeah hit, like, do you remember like you guys okay i know we're going into the weeds on this shit again but i'm just gonna say wasn't there a game on the computer that was called frets on fire that you yeah. can play on your keyboard and yep. there's there used to be a video of dude doing fragmented oblivion dude and he got like 98 percent or some shit like that. and decrepit oh, decrepit yeah. had uh on rock band decrepit had uh like metatron or something was on like rock actual rock band like the game huh. like yeah 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 so yeah it was, when it when they got into like dlc like all the download stuff like that's right it like they were just pulling any band like mm -hmm. so many they had full like extreme metal records on the on rock band and guitar hero or maybe, maybe more rock band but. well now it's rock smith like actual like yeah. guitar like and and there's like a there's a guy i follow on twitch that like you know he's got like 500 people watching him play and he's playing guitar with this because when i first uh got rock smith or my friend had it there was a latency to it it was a little behind so like yeah. you always had to play like a little behind to catch on the notes but now like that's getting better and like it's almost just like dead on now so like you can play like it teaches you the the way the fucking screen looks confuses the shit out of me for Rocksmith. Like, like what color is each string and what fret? Like how you could just look at it and play like blows. Like it's almost like reading music in like a new fashion. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's insane. But yeah, seeing kids like get on there and just start shredding and learning songs on Rocksmith with the actual guitar, I was like, fuck, we're fucked. People are gonna just start killing everyone. <laughs> People are just gonna be like, oh, dude, I learned this Ingram Malmsteen song. I'm 11. Is that cool? <laughs> Like sight learned it too because you have to do it as it's going. It's like well, you exactly. Know, you play it, you're just, I, I can, can never repeat it like unless that game's up, you know. 
Shout out <laughs> Carrie Gear. His uh, his video of his nephew shredding Megadeths oh, and gnarly. shredding Megadeth solos, dude. You're like, he's like ten or yeah, nine or yeah. ten, and just shredding Meg like actually nailing him. Like, showed us like, a video last weekend of him fucking nailing it, dude. And I, I was know. like, what the? The fuck? guitars look the size of him, dude. It's fucked up. It's not okay. It's not okay. Like, <laughs> I mean, so cool. it is okay. I mean. But Jesus, he has Christ, to sit on the couch because it's too heavy for him. But yeah, when he's like, sitting like, on the couch, he's fucking like reaching for like the frets, like super far away, like, and he's just going like, like doing like. And I'm not exaggerating, dude. He was nailing it. I was like, wow, dude. And his brother shreds too. And his brother's got a movie coming out. We're in fucking deep waters right now, guys. Yeah, we just we get this. Took a dip though. We're in ten year old on the pod, dude. What? Should. <laughs> oh I yeah, want to get the sure. nephew on the pod dude oh yeah yeah when did you Wait, get him we... a guitar like three days ago like... <laughs> <laughs> he's well after i learned the uh Sirana sweeps by uh jason becker my dad bought me a big guitar <laughs> yeah yeah you're like, you're like, so, so take me back to the beginning when you started playing oh wait that was like a month ago <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like thursday yeah. or wednesday which day do you want to <laughs> No, it's fucked up with like the progression of just like like you know like we brought it up before like skateboarders or like how like fast kids are just jumping on to like oh I get this and their brain locks in and they're like way better than me and I'm just like an old man now just like uh, and they're just like it's a uh, yeah YouTube like a lot of my students come in and they watch YouTube videos on how to play like one song and it's just like for piano and it'll be like Guitar Hero style like the notes coming down or maybe like DDR oh. like dance dance and they just come mm. down. And you have to like learn it. And I've had students who will like blow me away and they're like, oh yeah, but I don't know how to read music or I don't know any other songs, but they True. can like impress the shit out of me just because they spent like, you know, a couple hours. It's so much YouTube more interactive. Tutorial. It's like, it's like, you know, it's a way to it's, learn like a, for a human, they're like studying how to learn and then yeah. like putting that to a, a interface or something like a program. Yeah. I, I, I think it's just going to be one of those things where, um, it's very, very specialized, like in this case, like to a specific song. I'm not sure how like transferable what you're learning from those videos are. Obviously, the technique you learn is the muscle memory. But yeah. the, the, you know, you're still going to need the concepts coming from somewhere. Yeah. Unless exactly. maybe there'll be like some fucking video where it's like A minor seven. Okay, that's A E. You have to like know the fucking chord names or something. So you still uh, you would <laughs> catch the symbols and you would catch the sounds. So those two things get locked in when you hear them and you do it repetitiously, right? Yeah. And then yeah. it would be the muscle memory, but you would still need to be able to read and write music in order to, you know, you'd have to practice yeah. with that. Organize thing your your creative. Yeah. Shit, they just you know? they just know a sequence of notes, like a sequence of keys to hit, and they don't know why why it sounds like that or what the relationship is or anything. But it still blows me away, and I'm like, we can work with this if you can play that. It's not hard to tell you what why it sounds like that or whatever. I had a kid come in; he learned the Iron Man guitar solo on piano from a video. <laughs> I was Jeez. like, what the fuck? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> I'm like, um you want to just learn guitar because you're like really good at <laughs> piano but this is a guitar song like yeah <laughs> yeah so no, i think crazy. it's a dude yeah the next generations are gonna get more and more into this like you know their parents are gonna be like i don't know he just goes on youtube next thing you know he's fucking telling me he needs lessons and that's how i get a lot of my students now so that's cool now it's gonna be like people putting on their vr goggles and it's like getting an actual person in front of you like going like no you're doing that wrong and like showing yeah. like moving your hand <laughs> like, like you're probably <laughs> dead on you know? Yeah, it's probably yeah. not far from that. Yeah, no, yeah I think it just keeps progressing. You know, um, you know, now that like 
like I had a birthday recently and like I'm just like fuck that's my number of my age now like like shit is like getting so fast so quick of like it's just like you know exponential just going like whoop you know just going up really quickly and and all the different uh, learning platforms and people finding out new ideas how to teach people and stuff like that and and they start with like oh what uh what's your favorite guitar player okay let's get him on a lesson real quick and just like let's bring him in you know like and oh, yeah. just learn from him immediately now so yeah it's just going to keep getting to the point where it's uh, like just one note so like, like people are just going to be shredding so hard that it's like i don't know you can't even tell what's going on like <laughs> so that, chris so chris your parents bought you a guitar that was going to be my question is <laughs> i actually don't know how you learned guitar like i don't know your that story um, yeah so i think it was christmas um 2006 or 7 i can't i think i was 9 um whoa dude that's crazy yeah. so they it was a red epiphone sg nice i remember that and they they just gave it to me and were like all right here you go like you can play guitar now and i was like just immediately stoked like i just picked it up and my older stepbrother had been playing for a little bit so he he could play some riffs and like knew some things mm -hmm. um so i think right away he taught me the uh was it all my life from foo fighters that like dun 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 that little oh yeah 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 he was just like you want to learn that i was like sure and he like He's like, all right, put your finger here and then you know, kind of put your finger there and mute, you know, and it's like right away I was playing that. And like the second I picked it up and it was like, OK, I, like this is doable. Like it, it just like clicked. Um, so that, that's like palm muting shit you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I show you okay. the uh, artificial harmonic on the tension. No, it was just that. It was just. <laughs> the yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude, you can't play it. Ascendancy. There's <laughs> Lucas shouting it out, dude. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, and then I think they had set up lessons for me right away. That was kind of part of the thing. It was like, it was like, do you want to do this? I was like, yeah, like I, I want to learn guitar. And then they're like, okay, like we'll set up some lessons and see how it goes. And so I did a little bit of lessons like on and off. Um, it basically, it started out like the first time he was showing me like basic stuff, you know, like how to hold it. And then here's the pentatonic scale or whatever. And then I think he saw, I wasn't like, super interested in that um even though like i was i was doing it and i was listening like i wasn't super excited um so he was just like okay like next week bring a song and i'll show you how to play it and then that's the move because like yeah. teaching someone like uh, theory and stuff is not like or something like i was just start off say, it's yeah. like i remember my well, my first, first guitar lesson was all theory and it was like well mm -hmm. he played in a classic rock famous band he's all here's here's the notes and what when i'm like and then i found another guitar guy's like you want to learn some slayer you know like taught yeah, exactly. me the songs i'm listening to and then i fell in love yeah you have to i mean if if you don't curate that like immediate passion for it the kids are just going to hate it like because then it just becomes homework and you don't understand why that stuff mm -hmm. is important or relevant exactly um and it just totally goes over your head it's like well this is stupid this is just schoolwork. um yep but the next time i think i had asked my stepbrother i was like all right what song should i should i learn because i was still like kind of new to what songs i should be learning you know or what i liked and he was like, Seek and Destroy from Metallica. It's like, all right, cool. And then you know, I just brought it to the guy. And then he and he was uh he was into some metal stuff too, the guitar teacher. So he he got it. Um and he would just sit there and like handwrite tabs for for all the songs. And so like one week we would do Seek and Destroy, it was probably like two lessons or something. And he would have the whole song just tabbed out for me. Um and then after that it was like, Okay, what do you want to learn next? And then it was like, I think it was like P cells or something. Um, 
and that's it was probably like that for like six months maybe i don't think it was that long but i think we did like it was like peace cells symphony uh master puppets one holy diver like all that you know all the classic stuff um but i instantly wanted to play megadeth and metallica like that was just that's all i wanted to play on guitar was like the stuff that was hard yeah you know to give that foundation and actually i remember um i bought that rest in peace tab book that they have those those old like how leonard or whatever they are yeah they're all totally wrong yeah Yeah. um i remember buying that and i'd never heard the record before but i knew hangar 18 um and i like opened it up and saw holy wars never heard the song and I, I learned the riff and I was going like, duh, 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 duh. I was like, okay, cool. I can play it. And then when I actually heard the song, it like blew my mind how fast it was. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I was just sitting there. It's like, yeah, duh, 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 duh. I can play the riff. And then I heard the actual tempo. I was like, how can anyone do this? Like, this is impossible <laughs> to play that fast. Like, there's no way. Um, so then there was always just like a goal. It was just like, now I want to learn how to play that. And then yeah. that started, you know, the whole thing just wanting to learn how to play all the riffs on that album pretty much. It's like and a leveling up, it's... constant leveling up going like, yeah. you know, oh fuck, I can do this now. Let's try this and let's, you know. Exactly. And there's always, I think that's kind of why at the heart of it, like we all got into tech music, you know, because it's just, you keep going further and you keep wanting to learn more. And like, once you learn one song, it's like, oh, what about this one's a little bit faster? Like, this one has a couple where more do notes. You, in where it. do you guys think it clicks with us where it's like we we've fully become addicted and we need to get the dopest shit like probably like right where chris is like right at that time in the timeline like when you you get something and you play it and you're like whoa what's crazier it's a feeling though that you get from it you know it's like he was talking about adrenaline earlier but is it it's not just adrenaline it's like a cocktail of some like adrenaline and oxytocin and well, it is a, it's, a, it's a clicking i remember like serotonin when I, first, when I first i got my guitar and i first understood how a tab worked and i was like mm-hmm. first understood like oh this means that oh shit this is the fucking way to do it like and then i was like you know it was like i forget what song it was it was probably you know some maybe a pantera song or a sepultura and like i'm like this sounds like the album like whoa and then like you're putting the the tab along with what you're hearing and you're like fuck this is the code i just cracked it like you know mm-hmm. like i can now play the songs i love like all of a sudden just following this little map and then then you're like what's the crazier map dude let's find out exactly you know? yeah yeah it's like what map is gnarlier you know and then it just goes from there and then it goes to spawn obsession and you quit <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah and then that's it <laughs> the, the, line. And then the end yeah. <laughs> i think much. it's a mix of like the there's that adrenaline kind of like fight or flight response from music that's that intense just because mm-hmm. it is so mm-hmm. like overwhelming um and then you add the playing aspect which is the like puzzle solving learning accomplishing goals thing and i think it, it hits both sides of your brain like that and you just you know, there's like constant need for more and more stimulation and then you keep like you accomplish things and then you're excited and then you want to do more and uh, yeah, exactly. that's how i feel about it at least it's like it's a that's why the extreme metal stuff is fun because it's it's like exciting and like you know there's nothing better than like nailing a rip that you've been working on a long time then you like you hit it and then like you go to sleep and then you wake up in the morning like oh fuck yeah i learned that i can go back down and start playing it again you know that's Mm -hmm. like the the childhood stuff for me was just like oh shit i could actually go downstairs and play that right now like you know 
Like I learned it last night. And then you're like, and you know, when you play something for so long, sometimes it gets shittier and shittier. You have to like take a break, step away. And then you go in the morning and you just like nail it. You know? Yeah. And you're like, I am addicted. This is the sickest thing ever, you know? Totally. And I think, um, God, would the next step, I guess. So those lessons, I did those lessons for a little bit. He taught me a bunch of songs and then I think it just got a little pricey. Um, so my parents stopped doing it and I remember being really bummed. Like I was really starting to enjoy, uh, going in there every week. So, but I, I never lost like the want to play. Like it was just like, okay, well, if he's not going to teach me, I'm just going to learn myself. Um, and I can't remember, like, I think I, I just learned songs from online. It might've been ultimate guitar. I think I found that after him, like I needed a resource to, to now have tabs. So I found that site and then I started learning like riffs on there. Um, and then that's around the time Guitar Hero 3 came in and then I found like Slipknot and I started getting into the more extreme stuff that was happening like now. Mm -hmm. um, and then that leads into like middle school when I was like, then I started meeting all these friends in sixth grade that liked that stuff and other bands. And so it was like this opening of a whole new world, you know? Um, and then I started becoming in tune with like what was going on in modern metal and like throwing riffs back and forth with people. That's when I started jamming more with, uh, with like friends. Um, and I should mention my stepbrothers and I were, were playing a lot as kids. Like we were writing, writing a, our version of songs and, and putting together like little albums and stuff. Like what's the, early first, on. What's the first death metal album you heard? Um, man, it's so it's so hard because I, I had a pretty easy progression into it. Like I, I heard Opeth like in sixth grade, I think. I remember hearing the the Doom EP from Job for a Cowboy pretty early mm -hmm. on. Like that might have been one of the first like death metal leaning things I heard. Um, because that's like when that was really popping off in like 2008. Um, I found that one. I when it comes to like straight up death metal record, that would be I think Annihilation of the Wicked when I was in eighth grade. Oh shit! Sure. Just oh, I've talked yeah, about yeah. That. yeah, my brothers <laughs> put that or put me on that, um, and that was that's when their age started to really come through because they were a little bit older. They were in like high school at that time, and it was just like, dude, listen to this. <laughs> I was like this wow. little kid, just like, oh my god, like I, I couldn't even process what was happening. But mm -hmm. like I, you know that that's when death metal clicked. Was wow. that record? Yep. That's that's trip, dude. That's uh, the annihilation of the wicked. That's a that's wicked sick, <laughs> intro to death metal, dude. Like he's he's in sixth grade too. I remember sixth grade for me was like oh, yeah, it was Green dude. Day. It was Green Day and Well Nile now wasn't until like eighth grade, I would say. Okay, okay, um, okay. Sixth, I was getting more familiar. Like I, I heard Cannibal. I, I think I saw the like Skullful of Maggots like live video in sixth grade. And that was kind of my first introduction to like a song. Um, mm -hmm. I remember like YouTube again, like with Guitar Hero as well, like YouTube was a big influence because that was feeding me like random videos like that. Just like, oh, what is what is Cannibal Corpse? Skull full of maggots. <laughs> like that sounds gnarly. And then <laughs> it was like, oh, this is cool. And then I would just go on to another video. Um, but uh, then I, yeah, I don't know. Machine Head, all those bands, Trivium, that all got me in sixth grade. That's when that was really, really happening. Um, what was a big Trivium album? Because Trivium's like a, a band that I've always kind of skipped and never really listened to. And, and, and now, like, Alex, our buddy, you know, 
from Archaic because now mm -hmm. they're a drummer for the last whatever how many years and um I never knew where to start with them because that's like a band that was like a like there's certain bands that I like with Isn't the that crazy? it's the same just... guy that was the singer of what you we oh, say Caffernam. Yeah, yeah dude yeah. That's I so know. wicked, dude. Oh, yeah, I, I said wicked too many times after that Nile yeah, drop. But um, no, hey, that I just want to annihilating the wicked. I want to shout out Trevor Sternad, who turned me on to Capernaum on this podcast when he was our guest. So. Sick, oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, it's a great album, dude. Yep. Isn't um, uh, I've been seeing some uh, rumors of uh, crotch duster dudes work being in the studio together. Is that true? I don't know. We could get Jason on. I have no idea. I, I, he's, he he keeps constantly like. He, there's a bunch of comment threads where like he'll post something and there'll be like someone that like goes off on Crush Duster and he's like, I don't know, you know. But like yeah. it does have like kind of like a cult. Like we were talking like with Paul Master the last week about like how Focus kind of fell under the radar, but then like later on it was like it was like a fucking cult like classic. You know what I mean? It's I feel mm -hmm. like Crush Duster does have that vibe a little bit and, to it. and by the way guys i'm going off of somebody's post that i don't even know if it was jason or not okay i'm just fucking spitting out of my mouth whatever i remember <laughs> from the last time i fucking scrolled on social media but i remember seeing <laughs> i'm fucking high and i'm fucking drunk guys Damn, but I, I remember high, I, I remember uh seeing something about those two guys being in the studio together i, I Definitely. maybe i had a dream and it was a detailed fucking dream dude what is that <laughs> oh it's casey missing <laughs> no okay i did that uh yeah but no that's uh that's definitely like crotch i mean there's like you know that was one of the first i mean fall of carnage has had the like com comedian kind of like jokes in the music where i'm like the music's amazing but there's like you're like laughing at the same time uh, I really liked when a band like like Primus is where it started probably for me. It was like it was just like, you know, Les Claypool being all weird and silly and like the music's oh, yeah. pretty fucking sick, but it's like still like, you know, comedic. You know, mm -hmm. it has that kind of like extra thing to it. But anyways, uh going back, so your 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 mom your mom got a so she's into the Randy Rose. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're getting into fucking high we're finally getting into high school, guys. Come on. Now we're middle school. Dude. The next oh. I would say the next important thing would be uh actually discovering corn. So oh. we can we can talk about new metal now. Um, <laughs> I think I saw him like I knew who Corn was forever, and then my mom took me to this. I think it was like a Sunset Strip Music Festival or something, and mm -hmm. like they would just set it up on Sunset, like this big stage. And um, uh, I think actually the Faceless might have played that. Now that mm. I think about, it. they might have because they had set up like all the the different clubs as like small shows while the other stages were going. I'm pretty sure the Faceless was on it. Um, yeah. but anyways, uh, I saw it was corn and Ozzy was the night that we went to and we we're right up front for corn. And I was like, whatever, 12 or 13. And that like, I, one of those mind blowing experiences again, like just being that close to the stage and seeing how extreme and intense everything was. Um, I was hooked immediately and, um, being the, you know, avid guitar learner that I was, I was like, I want to learn all the corn songs. And then I would tune down and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Why can't I play it? Like, I can't tune that low on a six string. And then that's when I found out about seven strings. And um, then pretty much because of corn got my my first seven and uh, like opened that world to me. So 
Corn's mm. such an important band for me for that reason. Like, like I, I got into Meshuggah and all that because of of them. You know. Did you go through the Fear Factory kind of stage of the seven string? So I, I got into him. Yeah, it was after. So okay. Corn was the first one, and then from there it was just like, well, I have a seven, so now I'm going to learn, you know, or find other bands that are using it. And then mm. that's when I found Fear Factory and um, Meshuggah and yep. um, just you know all the stuff in kind of that mechanical world. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's how I found Morbid Angel too. Was uh, like where the slime live. Yep, domination. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So that do was. You, the, do you do you remember that thread on Ultimate Guitar that was like all the different tunings of the different bands? No, that was I like never saw in that. like uh, it was in like maybe the metal subreddit or maybe it was like General Guitar, and it would just tell you like what tunings all the different bands used. So you could just go like, oh, drop C, and it would be like the faceless and all these other bands like it and then you could like yeah dude that was like for me and then it was like dream theater where it's like every category because they use like every tuning like mm. yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah no that was like really cool for me because i'm like oh like b standard so oh cryptopsy oh um early arch yep. enemy oh like at the gates oh like yeah. the whole like swedish death metal scene is yeah b once you standard. tune your guitar some you tune your guitar to yeah. a certain tuning you're like you're like what, what songs do i learn <laughs> exactly totally. such yeah. an influence yeah I, I fucking still hate it when it's like c sharp standard okay only dying fetus and suffocation like no one else you know it's like god damn it how come that's, do i need that's like why you gotta get guitar? the uh you gotta get you gotta get the uh, detuner pedal you got the pedal like in tuner where you have the detuner so you could nowadays that's a that's an option back in the day yeah. it wasn't an option now you can tune it a certain tuning and just be like i'll do like a couple switches down and be like now i'm black dahlia now I'm, you know i could do that back but then yeah, back in the day you couldn't do that yeah, no, that is game-changing for sure. Or you could just have a lot of guitars, which I would never have until maybe now. But It's a little more expensive than the pedal. It's, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So you're I fucking with... Uh, all guitars with all the different string gauges and tunings when I was a kid. I had no yeah. idea about tension or anything, and it was just... Yeah, tension. You're just oh like, whatever, God. tune it lower, it's fine. And then like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's a floppy noodle. <laughs> I tuned a six-string to F one time trying to play Meshuggah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're saying, but that was funny as shit, dude. It's like, it's like, it's, it's like why are the strings on my no, I know now? they put, uh, what are they, seven or eight-string Meshuggah? Yeah, so basically it it's just a... Stuff. Yeah, it's going to be the most So as soon as you floppy. said that, it just felt like noodles, you know, like floppy it's noodles. Bad. He started the whole like a uh, whole anti Meshuggah, like fuck Meshuggah, like thing. Oh, and yeah. Now they're he's, making like a most for it. <laughs> I always, every time we mention that, I look at the chat because I know he's going to light up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me, it's like, it's like kind of a boomer. It's like, I'm kind of a boomer with some bands too, but like, it's like, uh, you got to stick in your stick with your guns. Like, fuck that band, dude. It's not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not liking that band no matter what. You know, but like I can fucking headbang to some Meshuggah for sure, dude. But once you learn, like, I mean, once you listen to it, and like, because when you first hear it, you're just, I mean, I got like an album that was like kind of like a Metallica sounding album when I first heard them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, and uh, it was like a, it almost sounded like Metallica when I heard it. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And mm -hmm. uh, and then hearing like a, my brother gave me Chaos Fear, and I was like, Catching the, you know, like like trying to like fucking put, wrap my mind around it. Like, I'm still like confused if when people like when Scott plays that shit, is that like memorization? Like, is that like with those with the you know, there's a four there. Like, are you just going like dun, 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 you like have to fucking listen to it a million times and figure it out, or is it like a count? Because I remember when we toured with Veil of Maya, they used to count it out. Like they'd be like, 
oh yeah that riff is like oh seven eight three four eleven six dude yeah i know that riff and i'm like what the fuck are you even, like what do those numbers even mean i guess over four to then they would mm -hmm. count it out like you know it's like a, they did like the lost code you know like that, that show lost mm -hmm. they like took that code and made a riff around it and i was like i'm still not understanding like is it like memorization or is it like are you guys actually counting or like what's going on i mean you guys I mean, Chris, have you ever tried to learn a, a Meshuggah song? And if so, like, how how do you how would you oh, count yeah. it? <laughs> Sorry, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard, dude. Oh, God. Um, I've, I've, I've oh, learned buddy. a few. Um, no, yeah, it's. I think it depends on on the part. There's there's definitely some that are purely feel that I wouldn't be able to count out just because you listen to it so many times and then you do it so many times it just clicks. Um, <laughs> and then, but there, there's some that are definitely uh, more on the pattern side, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And that, that's where, where Jen kind of took it was like Meshuggah. Usually the patterns are pretty, pretty straight up like three, two, two, whatever. But um, Jen started like Villa Maya with all the, the codes in yeah. the patterns and all that. Um, but yeah, there's there's some sugar parts where it's definitely like, I know this part does it two times, and this part does it twice, and this is one, mm -hmm. like you know the breaks in between or whatever. Yeah, like a, part. I think that uh, uh, Meshuggah for me was most <laughs> it was most uh, powerful live, dude. Like that oh, that yeah. became like a oh, yeah. um, a hypnotic situation that you're in with a really good sound like they were killing it at trance dude and yeah. it is like it puts you into a trance dude and yeah and you can you're feeling it and you're hearing it and you're you're grooving to it at the same time like that's that's my main mashuga experience it's like getting beat about. up it's like showing up to a show and just getting i beat listen up. i listen to <laughs> mashuga songs because of the live experience that i got that one time you know yeah, seeing him actually was cynic. That was that's who I saw him mm -hmm. with, Damn. at yeah, Slims, yeah. and it was, it was a great night. And and cynic like main support or whatever. And um, but dude, Meshuggah, it was just two totally different vibes, and I loved both of them. And the trance thing that Joel had mentioned is exactly what it is, dude. You get into this like, <laughs> I'm gonna keep going as long as fucking Jedi Grind <laughs> wants me to, dude. Or doesn't want me to. Do you need it? The, I mean, all right. Yeah, never mind. You didn't see him live, so you don't fuck. Oh, well, maybe you were that, there that night, Murray. I think. I don't think did. Murray. See, I mean, Murray hasn't seen. He him probably before. left as soon as Cynic was over, dude. He's like, <laughs> yeah. "Fuck this." I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's your favorite Mashuga, Chris? Um, probably Chaos Fear. <laughs> we are gonna get yeah, Chaos Fear. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it, it's too. changed so much over the years. Catch Thirty Three. I mean, nothing. That whole you know span of records oh like every single one i had like a huge obsession with that at some point in my life but uh i think chaos fear is the one that's kind of settled for me mm. it's just you know, so ridiculous clockworks that one song clockworks or whatever like mm. uh, that that song i was like holy shit this is like i don't know just watching the drum video i'm like what is even drums dude i don't even know what drums are anymore like yeah. watching uh just how he so confident and like how he does it and i'm like there's like three rhythms going on. I'm like, which one do I catch on to? Like, I can't like, I'm, I'm, I'll be with a four. Just be like one, two, three, because you know? <laughs> that's like you know what what the why they're popular because they have that four going where people could just do this. You know, if mm -hmm. they want to, they could just catch that four. Just be like, 
but then they're like the shit under it i'm like and they're there's shit under the under you know what i mean like there's yeah. like like they just keep going like gnarlier and gnarlier and i'm like oh, dude i don't even know what that like hidden rhythm is like every like nine bars they like do this thing it's like rhythmically I, the first time i heard mashuga when i heard chaos fear i was like i can't wait until a band takes this and starts writing riffs over it because that was the first thing i heard i was like because i mean they're going like a lot of open and just dun, 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 like really like simple stuff but i was like yeah write a riff under that shit that they're doing i'm like oh my god that'll be like and a lot of these new prog bands are starting to do it but like man it's there's so many ideas that they opened up for so many bands and obviously they started the gent thing which they're begrudgingly like yeah we started that fuck <laughs> like yeah they're, they're, i can tell they're a little bummed on it but they started it and you know a lot of bands like took that and ran and that's fucking awesome you know they're just like the groundwork for it's like a black sabbath of a, a rhythmic crazy metal band you know totally yeah i think they're they're kind of the next in that line of like one of the most important bands for the genre you know like it's you can't find a band nowadays that like doesn't have some sugar influence in it even if they're totally. like not extreme at all in you know the metal world it's like they're probably playing a seven string or something yeah or extended range guitar um yeah they're just like mainly severed savior hear a lot of severed savior yeah yeah perfect timing dude because i'm literally waiting for the time where i'm gonna be like all right dude let's end the <laughs> the worst 15 minutes of cali death podcast for murray fitzpatrick dude <laughs> let's, let's move forward from that i'm dude. surging because yeah I want to get back on the Beatles, dude. We should make some shirts. You've been steering away from. I feel like no, you've been steering no, Chris, away from the Beatles way too Chris, much. No, Chris, oh, you're talking about the seven string stuff. So like you, you know, you got in the corn thing. So same thing corn. with me. Like had, seeing that like catalog with the seven strings, I'm like, whoa, that looks so sick. You know what I mean? Oh. Like those Ibanez catalogs back in the day, and um, and then Fear Factory, and then like understanding that B string and stuff, and I actually for me it was ended up like I was like all into it, and then I ended up ripping off the B strings. I'm like, I. <laughs> it's fucking me up i was like a little kid it's like a high school 2001 2002 i'm like yeah i'll you know i'll do like uh yeah gear talk a lot but no it's seriously like was a it's a game changer when people figured out how to like use it and then the eight string use it correctly like mm -hmm. like and like not like overuse it but like use it tastefully like you know a legion and certain bands like you wouldn't ever think that a legion was playing an eight string until like i watched a video of them i'm like oh you're like a shred band like why are you doesn't yeah. make any sense that they're using it but there's really tasteful ways to like kind of incorporate it you know what i mean totally yeah and i think um like starting on a seven at 13 definitely set me up to just like it was like it's just such a part of me like i, I play a seven in, in zenith and i just ignore it for most of the set like and playing the songs yeah. like I'm, it's just totally comfortable for me what, to what kind like, of guitar do you play uh kiesel's sick dude <laughs> no, just just real quick real quick real quick so you play a keezel like what what kind of keys is it a headless or is it a <laughs> i'm just kidding anyways back to so uh... <laughs> um man what happened Sorry. next i can't remember um yeah so uh middle school i was like playing with a lot of friends had a few like attempts at bands we would uh we would get together and just cover songs like mostly metallica and and Slayer, stuff like that. Um, and then I had this friend in middle school that we, like, we were totally on the same page. We were, like, he had the same uh, seven string as well. Um, and we were into all the same stuff. So we started kind of working on music together. And then 
met a few other friends from uh, my younger stepbrother and we all started jamming and that was kind of like our all of our first band um mm -hmm. and it started out just doing covers and then you know, we were doing all the the big four stuff and lamb of god whatever you know all the typical like all that stuff is luca um, <laughs> <laughs> um shout out luca yeah He's... shout out luca i know most of you guys have met luca, luca. Oh, yeah. uh yeah we'll be at psycho soon okay. yeah. what a type uh, psycho. um Luca and I are in a band called Piss. It's his band. Are you sure my cat's not like the lead singer right now? Jesus, that's pissing. I mean, he could house. be. I, I think we need one. So, anyways, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, God, we we were just like playing jamming random stuff, um, and doing that here and there. That kind of led into uh into high school, and we we started taking it more serious. Started actually writing songs, and um, that band was called Machine, and uh. It was like big four thrash style stuff and then started to get a little a little more technical kind of near the end but that was like my first band experience was writing with them and like i would write full lyrics for one of the songs and like i wrote a lot of the the actual riffs and songs themselves and structured them so that was kind of my first time really writing like real songs not just like messing around with a few riffs and throwing it yeah, in beginning guitar to pro. end like complete cool, yeah beginning yeah to end, yeah yeah, start to finish structured like not two minutes you know like a real three to four minute like track um and then around that time actually my stepbrothers and i got into guitar pro like with the tap mm -hmm. stuff and that i mean you guys obviously know but that's like the most important tool ever like we just definitely like i i was putting everything in guitar pro all my ideas and songs and learning how to do it like even writing songs just in Guitar Pro um, at a super young age, just because just I wanted to hear what it would sound like and try to figure out like how to do what I couldn't do on, on guitar, you know? Um, mm -hmm. You and, and Casey are the nerdiest Guitar Pro people I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Back in you the day, are the masters. Power tap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys are gnarly as fuck at it. I fucking yeah. love Casey's Carrie too. Carrie's getting up there, too, with like the fucking the, the nerdiest that can go in that program like especially with the updates and what you can do in it jesus christ yeah, oh, yeah. like are you on export... eight yet chris did you get eight no i i tried the demo out and <laughs> i don't know i just like I... <laughs> <laughs> I uh i don't know it didn't it doesn't seem like that big of a jump okay i guess um there's some cool stuff like you can mix in it now like mix individual yeah like and i don't know if i need that in guitar pro um <laughs> but i don't know I'll, I'll probably upgrade at some point but right now seven is is kind of doing it can you put i heard you can put like like wave files or whatever like in as yeah. your audio and yeah you like play it and it's just like you hear the audio as you play along to it whoa yeah you can you can set up an, another track that has like whatever audio you want on it um so it's kind of like a doll like you have like midi and then you have like wave files and stuff like that. yeah i think that's kind of what they're moving towards and it would be really cool to see like a a guitar pro daw you know if that's yeah. possible like i would it'll I come would i'm still waiting for the cloud-based where you can like share a file with people and then they can edit it and then they don't have to like send it back to you it just like exists on the cloud you could just go see what the yeah. updates are without waiting that's to dope. have it sent but that's not out yet so yeah, that, that should be that the, next, be the thing. next step. Terrible yeah. Google Doc. 
<laughs> you, that just made me think. Oh no, never mind. That would take us into another weed thing. I was just talking about the the new that one Mario game where like you can make a, a level and then send it to somebody and they can edit your level. That's this. That's kind of oh. where because I'm not. I don't fucking. That's another. When you level. guys talk yeah. about this that's shit. I'm like, level for sure. Do, 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 do. What am I gonna do while these guys talk about all this fucking shit and the fucking gear <laughs> and all this kind of shit? I'm like, what am I gonna do? But when I still, but I just attribute it to the Switch game. I'm like, oh yeah, dude. You make a game. Somebody can Mario Pro. Game. Is that what it is? Mario we like Pro, to talk yeah. about cars, so we should just relate it to cars. It's like a transmission. If you take this into a car thing, I'm going to fucking take a shit for the next 15 minutes. It's a tire, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so you're writing, you're writing songs on Guitar Pro when you're nine years old. <laughs> no, and then... Man. And then, and then you wrote the first Dreamer no, album. Want, yeah, that's what I want to know. I was like, when did you start writing your own shit? When did it get that into that realm? Um, early yeah, bands. We like to hear early bands. Don't tell me that Dreamer was your first shit, bro. You might have missed some of that, Anthony. Oh, I did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, then no. move forward from that, dude. No, no. Just the the brief recap is uh, like late middle school, early high school. I. Uh, had a band called machine with some friends and uh that was like the first experience writing and putting together songs and working with a group of guys you know doing the garage thing and um you know just doing that was like the first real band like cool. i had I'd done some other band stuff but that was like we took it more serious we were practicing a few times a week and like taking our songs serious not just covering stuff mm -hmm. um and so we we played for like a year and a half we did like 10 shows or something throughout my freshman year of high school like a bunch of backyard shows um like little little i think we played deep piazzas one time like what <laughs> um what's up sorry i'm just looking at luca's comments he's distracting me wait he's standing right next to you and no, he's no, doing no. Oh, okay no justin just walked in as luca was talking it's, it's too much he said, "Yeah, with that one. Yeah, we had a. God, we have a horrible artwork for one of the songs. I don't even know if it's on YouTube, but um, bring Justin on camera. We want to yeah, see him. Justin should. Yeah, he actually he actually shepherded us. Or yeah, he's he like, been on camera for a while tonight. He was, he, 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 he set, he set up. up uh, yeah, I haven't seen him. Um, Do right. we had yeah. we had we had a pretty much the third official appearance from Justin tonight because he sat down and talked with us for like ten minutes." Oh, I sure. recommend to the listeners if you have a chance to see Zenith Passage live, do it. Mm -hmm. They're great as fuck live. They're so good. Definitely. Oh, well, this guy would disagree. Dude, Christopher, like when you guys played in San Diego, it was like, dude, you you were so sick. Like you just fit right in. It, it, it seemed like you'd been in the band like for a long time, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, you it nailed fucking it. Was just, cool. you just perfectly fucking fit. I mean, to me, it seemed like that fucking was badass. Yeah, what was fun? It felt uh, good. I know if we're if we're just gonna fast forward to BD being in Zenith, like watching those um, Twitch lives that you did with uh, mm -hmm. BG Definitely. and Justin, all three of you, I, those were super entertaining, dude. Yeah, those were fun. Yeah, that's Tiring. awesome. I'm so, I'm so glad that like you're in that band. It's like perfect match, actually. It's, it makes a lot of sense, actually. You know. Yeah, it's and, it's really cool. It's um. It's been super exciting and fun and, you know, dream come true. 
dreamer you're a dreamer dude (laughs) you are yeah Yeah. but all right so let's rewind back let's get to the place where chris is starting to really get focused on writing music like so how old were you at the time where you really dove in on that shit dude um i remember so my my younger stepbrother brody him and i were writing like like i said before we were writing songs and like throwing riffs together and stuff from a super young age um we were kind of just always doing it but machine was the first time i was i was really diving in and writing songs that were like real songs um like joel said like front to back like finished um so i kind of got the bug from doing that and you know like we were cranking them out so fast like i think we wrote like eight songs over less than a year um Mm -hmm. and so like we were just writing 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 and then we were getting ready to do like i think like a demo or something just to have it recorded and then it just never happened like summer came and then some of the guys just lost interest and wanted to do other stuff um and so i was i was just not about it like i was like i'm gonna keep doing this like this is all i want to do is write music um and over that time like we were doing like thrash like big four style kind of modern metal stuff um but i got like really hard into prog over that year like bt bam and devon and then all like the sumerian you know vilamaya born osiris all that stuff so like my taste started changing and i wanted to just do something completely different so i started writing these weird wacky prog songs in guitar pro mm-hmm. and showing it to the guys like kind of near the end of what we were doing and they were just like no like, we're, like <laughs> we're a thrash band like we're not doing this and i was like well this is the only thing i want to do like i, I don't know what to tell you so mm-hmm. that's kind of where it went like they lost interest and then i was just like trying to go too far down the rabbit hole um right. and then there were there was a long period of time where i i didn't really play with with many people like luca and i jammed in a couple bands together um we had one called cadavers of uranus which was like a like huh? a symbolic style grind like joke band um cadavers of uranus dude that Listen, i had a band called herpes in your ass kind of on the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. We, i was the drummer <laughs> it was a grind band where i just literally what? just tried to fucking yeah Wait, but it really dr- it sounded terrible band? it sounded terrible but we had a song called Razor Blade Toothbrush. <laughs> How are we just finding out about this right now? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, that's amazing. It's literally, there's no recordings, no nothing, but we named a band Haya. It, it was an acronym for herpes in your ass, dude. All right. Let's, let's move on from that. <laughs> um, yeah, so there, there were some little blips of playing with people. That was a, a really fun one. It was just like all of our friends just uh, thrown together. Is that like the a video? Song. Huh? Is that those videos I saw? Yeah. Yeah. Oh I, I don't remember where they are. They might be um might be on Facebook or something. But yeah. Um it was just this fun, dumb grind project. Um, but other than that, it was like just kind of writing stuff and I couldn't really figure out what I wanted to do because this whole <laughs> the new uh like the prog stuff was so different for me at that age. Like I didn't grow up with Prague. Like I got into it at like, I mean, grew up with, but um, I got into it later. So I had to like figure out how to write this style that wasn't like straight up metal. Um, 
like the longer songs and the odd time stuff. Like I was still wrapping my head around it. So I spent years just kind of woodshedding it in Guitar Pro and like didn't really finish any songs, but I just had all these random ideas. Um, and then I think near, near the end of high school, I started to actually put together like full songs again. And that was like, like not, I mean, I think they're, they're on like a SoundCloud I have. Um, and those, those are kind of like the early dreamer stuff. They're, they're not going to be released. It's a, you know, different form of the sound. Uh, it was much more like gent, uh, that kind of prog metalcore, like era stuff. Um, but that's when I started to really hone it in. It was like, I was writing these songs that were still extreme and melodic, but then like go on these different journeys and had all these different parts to it. So, um, that's when I kind of got the bug again and started like really throwing stuff out there. Um, and it was all on guitar pro, you know, just sat on guitar pro forever, just plugging in notes and like, I, I could, I wanted to release stuff so bad, but I didn't know how to record it. I didn't have a home recording setup, and all I have is guitar pro. So it was just like, I can't do anything about this. And I didn't have anybody to play it with. So it was, I just kind of like sat on stuff and just kept working for, for years. So you'd write it first and then learn how to play it. No, I, um, it's, I always, I've always written on guitar. Um, what would usually happen is I would write something that was maybe out of my immediate level, but like I would write all the notes on guitar and then I'd have to like kind of get it up to speed, but it was always playable. It was never like throwing notes in and then like, Oh, well I can't do this. Um, I just, I always did it more as a way to document it and listen to it rather than as a way to like push a boundary, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's one thing, cool thing about like, uh, I mean, with uh, Guitar Pro, it allows you to write a riff and then you could bump up the BPM and be like, well, you know, I got the riff down, so let's make it a little faster. Or, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and you can actually do things like that with it too, where like it's pushing the boundary, but it's already a riff that you already had. Or, you know, it's like, and now you're pushing it to a different, you know, speed and now it, has, it takes on a different life of its own kind of thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you just demo things, you know, it's like at that age, I, I didn't have the means to record. I didn't have, I couldn't buy a whole setup, you know? Yeah. Um, and I wanted to do it, but I just, I just couldn't. So Guitar Pro, that's why I think I, I got so, so comfortable and familiar with it because it just became a way for me to demo stuff. Um, and even my stepbrother started getting into that, like the recording stuff a little ahead of me, um, my younger one, Brody, and like he would throw it all into a MIDI instrument. So instead of it being Guitar Pro sound engine, it would be like a MIDI you know, like a, a better sound engine, basically. Um, so that those were like my some of my earliest song ideas and demos were for like this sound were, were with that. Um, and it wasn't until like, I think 2016 when I started diving into recording um, just to get the demos demoed, like, like literally just so I could show people a not Guitar Pro song. You put together like pretty good fucking home recordings. Like, I mean, there's a lot of bands nowadays that, you know, or people nowadays that are like, trying to get into it or they you know they're only doing guitar pro like what what turns you to be like or what kind of equipment were you using to get started with that because that's like a big deal like to get like yourself hearing yourself and being like when you record yourself like all your flaws come out like what you're fucking up like completely comes out and stuff like that's really actually important to like Mm -hmm. record yourself like playing because you're like if you're in your room long enough you're like i can fucking nail it like it's fucking sick and then like you go into the studio and they're like, what the fuck? Like, you're way off. Like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, dude. yeah, like it's really recording point. yourself. Like, what for you, like getting from the guitar pro stage to the recording stage, like 
what was like the like the basic equipment you use what would you recommend like a guitar player listening or a bass player or any kind of you know home musician like what would you recommend um so when i yeah that little guy focus right there was um so i think oh, my up. that's what my i got biggest, dude <laughs> dude that's the standard that's that's still it I mine's think. D- mine doesn't look like that so mine's probably the cheaper one but that's the thing that's been my yeah. shit ever Recording since yourself is, is it teaches you a lot doesn't it you know it yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, look at the wavelengths and stuff. Like the the bar, like you're like, oh shit. Well, I'm not hitting, you know, a note or two out of this, you know. <laughs> yeah, that kind of like puts it in perspective. Like, well, I got to fucking work on it. It actually really pushes you. You get into that, you know, we're leveling up game, and then you record yourself and you get like put in your like knocked on your ass a little bit. Like, all right, well, you're not playing it right. So, like, yeah. it really like pushes you to actually. Ableton work makes harder. it easy, easier. Well, if you really yeah. F- if you figure it out, like you get into this rhythm, like with the vocals and recording the last time I did it, like you get into this rhythm where you just, and also you got to have, what's the, what's the thing that you like know when your shit's on time or if you're like hair off? No, like, like it's not latency. Metronome latency. Yes. You got to be on your latency too. Because you'll you'll not or just get a better not. computer. Well, no, no, no. You gotta you gotta set it right. You get a better computer. Yeah. No, no but by ear, I'm talking about your internal latency. I'm talking no, about no, Carrie. No, Carrie. I went over to I went over to Carrie's house, and <laughs> yeah. he was like, we were recording over there, and I was like, he's like, nah, you're a little off here, and I'm like, well, there's like an echo, so there's obviously like a latency thing going on, and he was like adjusting, he was like moving over his tracks a little bit, and I'm like, you're not off, dude. <laughs> your latency is like. You're, you're coming in at the right time, but the latency was fucking him up where he was thinking that he was off. And I'm like, no. And I went in the settings and I changed it to like a faster latency. And like all of his tracks were just, he didn't have to edit anything, you know, move anything over. Like latency was huge recording. And the sample he was, rate and the CPU. The sample rate and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like getting all that shit down is like really important because you're like, oh, fuck. I, I'm off all the time. Dude, I don't know. Maybe it's my. Yeah. Joel, remember like in like 2006 or whatever, and we would get those like line six like interfaces, like USB. Oh Turkey computers were like, yeah, sick. And the latency <laughs> would just like, bang, bang. But you just couldn't even record. You're like, oh my God, our computers were so shit. It's, it's all Jun Jun. Yeah, it's like, you couldn't record so back off. then at home, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Nowadays, yeah, it's, they're dialing it in more. Yeah. Like with the CPU power and stuff like that, it's becoming more of a, right. you, know, a you know, a doable thing to like actually, it's not. You're getting your actual recording, not like a behind recording, you know, because mm-hmm. that's such a huge deal, man. It's like little, little things like that. That's why I was like talking with Chris, like, so I mean, like getting into recording yourself and stuff like that, like in doing your home recordings, like what would, yeah, so a focus right and just like what plugins were you using? Like what did you use, a, what DAW were you using? Like stuff like it was, that. Um, I think I started, so I, there was this video that uh, Misha from Periphery made, like, and it was just like a, home recording basic like for beginners like how to start it basically and i kind of mm-hmm. like modeled it after that um so it was it was a focus right and then i grabbed a little like cheap 50 dollars di box or something and yep. then um i think i had bias it was the first bias like effects mm-hmm. um Positive grid yeah yeah and then drums were superior too and daw was reaper it was just super simple yeah and that was, I think the the first thing I did to try to kind of get my bearings on it was uh, covered uh, Skin of My Teeth by Megadeth. Like I was like, I'm just going to do something simple and see if I can record it and make it sound decent. Um, and then I immediately went into trying to do like Dreamer stuff. 
which was horrible, like a horrible thing to try to learn how to mix and record and play, you know, like to start mm. off with that was it took that's why it's taken so long. You know, it's like I had to get everything up to that level to to do it where I felt like it was like decent enough. Um, and that it helped the playing so much. Cause like, I, I thought I was just like, okay, like it was like, whatever, like I, I can kind of play this stuff. And then I would record and it was like, like you said, just completely off, like looking at the waveforms, like I'm coming in so much earlier than you can even feel, you know, like, um, mm-hmm. it really, you develop the, uh, the feel for all that stuff. The ear. Later. Yeah, definitely. Dude. Yeah. And you I, don't even I'm, really know like what to listen for. I, I I was gonna say that 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 that's the only thing that I think that I know that I can do when I'm listening to re- the recording aspect of it is to know when I'm just slightly off. Like mm-hmm. it's just like it could just be like a, a a thousandth of a second, but I just like I pick yeah. it up real quick. Yeah. And yeah sometimes you, you want it to be off. It. You want it to be off like sometimes because you don't want it to be like. Yeah, no, that gives it a little flavor in certain but, areas, but I'm just like where where it's like too much to where it just like makes you. It, it, and you can hear it. You can hear something's oh, like yeah. different. You're like something's like a little off, but you don't know what yeah. it is. And you look at the waveform. You're like, oh, well, it's because I'm like, oh yeah, like you said, like a thousandth of a second earlier, whatever. You know, with harmonies and guitar. Really, probably anybody else might not see it as I did, Whoa. but I, just just like a, a, there wasn't just like this little sliver of time that I was trying to get in and I didn't get there, you know? But, yeah. but I think we're talking about kind of two things a little bit separate. Like also there's like like timing and recording and stuff and like you know, you can be like have perfect like, you know, latency things at settings and then you can also start early or on the click or late to the click, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can be before, behind or whatever or, or pushing the, the tempo and then you listen back and you're like, oh, I came in like, and I was doing drum recordings and it's so it's so like common to start late if you're starting on a one you know yeah and i have to like push myself like you no know, start like kind of early or come into it from a part before so it's you know th- like like recording is like kind of those two things together you know yeah um latency but- is probably the most like co- like scary thing well not scary i'm just saying like for a drummer you have to pay attention there's yeah, like so really many that- different places that you could get it won't be it won't be an issue usually with like if you're if you're recording like uh with drums there won't be like an issue with latency usually because there's so many different tracks and you have to be like in probably a nice studio so it probably wouldn't be too much of an issue but guitar at home and you don't know the settings and they're like incorrect and you're like yeah that's there's still the flavor aspect of it too like sometimes flowing in and out of that still is sick like uh the the drummer on this I was gonna well, say just a setting on it. You can just go to the audio settings and turn up the or turn the sample rate to use more CPU. It's not like a bit. You shouldn't be hearing as so much latency that it actually affects your recording. Like if that's the case, then we got to adjust your settings. You know, like yeah. when you're in a studio, it means like you might there might be a little bit, but it shouldn't be like like off. Yeah, yeah, where it's like an echo. That's yeah, way, it's, like, it's like a delay know. pedal with the drums, you know, and then you're like, fuck, you, you know, know. <laughs> and like in the studio. I, but w- one thing that's fun, though, is like like recording yourself versus being in a studio with like an engineer or like someone who acts as a pseudo producer or whatever. And like for me, just recording and just like having someone just tell me like this stop me in the middle of my playing and just go like, no, that, that was that was shitty. Do it again. And I'm like, that's but yeah. not like shitty or whatever. Not He didn't say it like that, but it was just like 
That's sloppy. No, that wasn't very good. Like, and I'm just like, it's like let's not let's not waste time. Let's look. Let's just go back yeah, and do no, it. Again. Again. And I'm like, okay. He's like, okay. And you have to just swallow your ego and just go. No, it's all about like the best take. And I, I think the thing that really helped me was just going like, he has a better ear. Like, I'm my ear is like convoluted or jaded to like or whatever. Like, in, I'm in this or totally. forever, but I, I it's a uh, it's murky. Like I'm like I'm like recording. I can't think as straight. Like he has ears behind a studio, like in a board. He can hear it perfectly. I have to trust him. You know, just yeah. go up and like yeah. you're right, dude. Whatever you say, I'm just doing it again. That's it's all good. You know, just Definitely. swallow your ego. Just don't be like, oh, what are you talking about? Like fuck that. Yeah, just yeah. just yeah. what were you gonna say? Yeah. Oh, also when I record drums, I don't even have drums in my in ears. I just am listening to the track and then. I can hear myself like acoustically. So I don't have to listen like with guitar. You have to hear back what your guitar is, you know, how it's processed. So with drums, you can do without that if you are comfortable without without it. So there then it's another way of avoiding latency. Um, but anyway, that was and I'm in my studio where I recorded earlier today, by the way. So I nice. you know I'm, recorded I'm or, or just the live playthroughs. <laughs> Yeah, I did a, a ominous uh, playthrough. I'll put out a little clip for that to promote the tour next. And I saw uh, a consumed for second playthrough too. That was dope. Hell yeah, dude! I'm yeah, glad you caught cool. that. I saw yeah, that. Fuck yeah, really yeah, dude. Sick. Um, I am excited to play these fucking 14 songs in one <laughs> night, and then and then I probably won't touch those songs for a while. But uh, really? what I want to okay. say is I really want to focus on uh, Dreamer. Uh, because it's the sickest band I'm in. Good I'm, call. Yeah, I'm not yes. ashamed to say that. All the other bands I'm in, I love, but I think Dreamer is the sickest band. So I want I want Chris to talk about how he started Dreamer. Yeah, yes. yeah, we're we're pretty much right there. Um, mm -hmm. That kind of came hand in hand with the the recording thing. Um, mm -hmm. I think so. Like I said, I had those first couple songs I had finished in high school, and that was like the kind of the first incarnation of it. That's when I figured out like, okay, this is the sound that I want to be doing. Um, was that 1720 or wait, fuck. I wanted to no. call it 1720. 1720, 1020. 1020. That, it, that 10, 11, 10, 14, 10, 11. That was like the fourth one. It's uh, oh, okay. Haffy. Have you heard Haffy Schmaffy? It's on the yeah, side. Yeah. Haffy Schmaffy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was that one, another one. And then, there was a third one that still could be a dreamer song. It's like, that was the first really long one. It was like 11 minutes. And I think you sent that one to me. The too fast for you. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Too fast for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, that one was when it really clicked. It was, was too fast for me. Yeah. Really. I was like for years, I was just trying to chasing the BT bam thing. Like it was like, this is all I want to do. I just want to sound like BT bam pretty much. Um, and, or it was like, I think I kind of modeled it. It was like BT Bam and the Contortionist were the two. It was like, I want it to be all weird and proggy and, you know, long form song structures like BT Bam, but then have the like modern edge uh, and the like emotional response of uh, the Contortionist. And mm -hmm. then, so that first song came out and I think that was one of the first ones I tried to record too. And it's like 11 minutes. It's all over the place, super techie, like just ridiculous and spent forever trying to record that and getting it to sound decent um and then from there i just i just kept writing with no real goal it was just like 
like I wasn't really thinking about EPs or albums. It was just like, I just want to write songs that kind of sound like the things that I like. Um, and then I just, it was like years of just writing and writing and collecting all these songs and ideas and just kind of like, like wood shedding basically like, is this what I want to do? Is this what I want to do? Like, Oh, this one's closer to the sound. So like, I'll try to do another song kind of like that. Um, mm -hmm. until it eventually led to, um, I think, uh, well, I mean, no one else really knows, but you guys kind of know the closer separate on the, the first album or the first two that like came out of that bunch. Um, yeah. and that was, you know, super long proggy BT bam slash Fallujah inspired stuff. And I showed, I showed Joel that song cause I recorded bass to it. So he's heard that song. That was the okay. one. Yeah. That was the one you showed him. Um, mm -hmm. and that's when it really clicked. That's when I, I felt like, like, all right, this is the sound that I need to, to be focusing on. Um, and then I spent like a couple years then kind of from there, um, I had gone through like right after those, I went through a breakup that like kind of floored me. And then I was just like, all right, like the only thing I want to do now is like play guitar. And like, I just put everything into that. Like I was just going to put all the emotions and all that into music. Mm -hmm. And what ended up coming out was this first album, just like two years of, of, you know, stuff. And I wrote tons in between that. That's going to probably be future stuff as well. But, um, the album, it just kind of came together, you know, the way it did. Like I just kept trying to write in that style. Um, every new song was, was like, Oh, that was cool. I should try to, you know, do like this part a little more on this song, you know, like just trying new things. Um, I should like repeat this parts a little more in the next one than I did in this one. And then this part should have a section like that, you know, um, until yes there it is uh, yeah until hollow for the three that are released hollow was the first one that like like it was again one of those moments it clicked again it was like this is it like i, I f it was i was so proud of that song when i finished it and it like from there um space and then another one happened super fast and it uh i just i don't know i just kept grinding it out it was like every new riff i was i was trying to write would turn into some crazy section and then i would just go off of that and uh i'm probably rambling a little bit if you can love it yeah this is the ramble we want oh yeah we wanted it all yeah yeah, yeah. It, um, yeah. I'm, just, I'm trying to think like yeah pizza thrash yeah, that's, that's the newer <laughs> stuff yeah, I was I was just trying to explore the like, listeners. I love that whole statement right there. It's like I was just trying to think uh pizza thrash, yeah. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> no, a big a big thing was like for a long time, like near the end of high school and stuff, I, I got so out of like traditional metal, I guess. Like I was just all into like Prague and then what was happening with like the the gent movement and stuff. Um and it kind of took me getting back into extreme metal to like it kind of lit the fire again. Like it was like, Oh, this is, this is the reason why I am doing it in the first place, you know? Um, totally. and I was probably like in my, I think it was like early twenties at that point. Like it, it just kind of it gave me like a second wind and I was just like, this is the music I love. So like, why am I ignoring it? And then it was like the prog stuff and the metal stuff came together, um, in the combo that it did, you know? Yeah. Um, and, what, what a good band to be like into like as like you know bt bam or something like what they're doing with yeah. the, the prog and the metal like yeah how they and, and there's so many bands that i'm like obsessed with now like more than death metal at the moment like you know like haken and Cl cluglas horse what's like a prog it's like a 
up and down journey of like yeah i was gonna highs say and lows, like you know, a perfect it's like, it's like example heavy. of a band that like started one way and then became this thing because if you listen to that first btbm in, in the silent circus those i mean the silent circus was like the bridge to mm-hmm. like what they became but like those first two records are where i got into it and then i followed them all the way to colors i think and then after that i kind of fell off but those up until colors like that band for me personally i'm saying they could still blow my mind after i just don't know the stuff after colors that stuff was amazing dude so like i don't i, I mean i just doing the btbm love thing sorry btbm no totally. <laughs> they uh like i i was familiar with some prog stuff before them like i <laughs> i got into uh like Casey enemy joint. sorry <laughs> uh, um that's what oh shit we got the banana smoking weed on this <laughs> bitch, dude anyways no no we were in the middle of the story i'm just don't get too high joel nah now i want to see where this goes <laughs> i'm gonna need myself <laughs> um but yeah so like that blunt cough on the channel dude i want to hear it <laughs> keep it going dude yeah <laughs> oh. yeah i'll yeah. even for number two dude Oh shit! It's right, birthday BTM. time. It's birthday banana time, bro. Oh yeah, I get to use the birthday card, right? I, there you that go. is yeah. your birthday card. Yeah, this is your birthday. I got older episode, yes- yesterday. It sucks. After thirty-five, no, it doesn't. It's the worst thing you ever. It's like, same. oh fuck, the number gets all weird. And you have to like show it to people. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, BTB. I mean, I got the dusty fucking guitar actually uh, with all yeah. of them and stuff. We uh. Uh, recorded a lot all the leads and everything is is all that guitar you know that prs guitar i'm like a i love bt man but i actually was a late bloomer with them i came in maybe at the end of colors um uh, great mr x my favorite that's like my favorite uh but it's like you know four long songs or something four or five long songs so good yeah so good and they were playing that's when i met you that's like when i met you in person was that the uh at that amphitheater with uh, joseph and and kate uh, not casey but uh trevor and I think uh, your bass player Ricky was in there. And yeah, like, was it, there. Shout yeah. out Ricky! I met and you guys Derek in Rickless. Vegas together, yeah. dude. Ricky yeah, yeah. was in Vegas too, right? Am oh I, yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, small world, yeah. dude. That's a great band to fucking get to draw influence from because they're so they're so perfect and dialed in live, and they have so many. Like I said, with the prog thing, prog means that prog means nothing. I mean, it means everything though. It means like mm. you could do whatever you want. You could put on an you know, a sitar into a part and it's prog. You know what I mean? It's like, that's what I love about prog is the palette is so like not boxed in. It's yeah. like completely just like what you could throw in a part that's, you know, Eastern music. You could throw like, you know, whatever you want. It's prog. Like you're, you're doing something different is what prog means to me. And that's why I love it so yeah. much. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Joel. Yeah. <laughs> no for real like that what you just said sounds like bungle or like the other shit that's, that's not pretty prog, prog. avant-garde and prog, prog are pretty prog. fucking close they're pretty Ooh. fucking close avant-garde I, guess, prog. I, guess. I would not call i mean maybe they you can have an avant-garde prog. part in a prog song yeah, but there, but a bungle a bungle would just have a. I just prog ruined you. With that. You're ruined. You got no, ruined. no. <laughs> bungle is a genre hopper. You know, like yeah. prog is a genre, so is prog. but they're not one oh, genre. They, they can though. So you're saying if you take in a bunch of different elements of music, you're prog. 
depends on how crazy and how like uh if it's insanely like trippy weird stuff said. and that's avant-garde if it's got like a, a main I don't basis call that avant-garde either it's genre if, hopping. If it's like a, if it's like a main basis like there's one style of music and you can add an indian part here you can add a you know like a african beat that you heard okay somewhere. but do a callback like... so it's crotch duster prog that's pretty that's a pretty good point but um <laughs> I, you're still I, wrong though i think it depends on... <laughs> like this when you hear bad prog, yeah like a prog song will sound like kind of the same song the whole time even if it gets weird or yeah, it has a off, theme it's like yeah where when you listen to like the first bungle record it's like it sounds like a bunch of different songs sandwiched together which right. like and i mean that's what's all so sick about all it but um i don't yeah the avant-garde thing I don't know how to exactly define it, but there, I feel like there's a different feeling with that. Well, I think our our podcast is prog. Like we will we'll start with the main basis <laughs> of everything, and then like we'll go in the weeds a little bit, and then we bring it back to the main theme of like, well, okay, you're this age. That, that's what prog is to me. It's like all right, there's but a check main it out. Theme. Avant-garde is French for the front of the line. So any oh, avant-garde weird. music that is happening is the brand new shit like nobody's ever heard it before that's like stone now what the fuck happened (laughs) roll with me then bro just fucking take the ride so if it's front of the line a couple times okay (laughs) front of the line so that's the thing like avant-garde music really isn't anything you've already heard it's supposed to be a of the front of that above that and and it's really hard to get to avant-garde now. Dude. I want Casey's. Casey has something to say. I, I had this crazy professor um, at SF State, uh, mm-hmm. Dave Suzuki, or no, Dean Suzuki. He taught the whole, <laughs> whole college how to play. It was insane. <laughs> no, Dean Suzuki. He has a radio show up there. I can't remember what the show is oh, called. Shit. But he's really into all kinds of like, you know, Cuddy experimental avant-garde music. Blah, blah, blah. He has a PhD in minimalism. Like, Whoa. Uh, like he was like, Whoa. Yeah. he was like the four, you know, like you know Lamont Young, T- Terry Riley, and Steve Reich, and and uh, Philip Glass, like the four main, you know, like yeah, mi- yeah. Mi- minimalist composers. Um, <clears throat> anyways, but he explained we had to write these crazy papers on it and all this research and all this crazy ass shit. Anyways, but the point is that he, like the distinction between avant-garde and experimental music was basically like avant-garde is like there's some kind of structure there so it's like like it's like okay like say you're like a director like say even like david lynch or something like it's like he has like a structure to like what he's like it's a insane but it's like there's like some kind of pattern you know but like experimental is just like completely like there's no structure at all like just it's like changing directions like it's just like whatever happens complete improv but with no structure out at all so that's like Mm. the farthest direction of experimental then the farthest direction of like avant-garde but would you say i mean avant-garde it's it's a lot like you think of like it's like very arts like it's like they're they're doing these crazy outlandish things like in, in like an artistic like way of fashion of like putting you know like velvet yeah. underground or something you know yeah like the artsy is a good word for that yeah and encapsulates the avant-garde vibe a little more than i think it does for Prague. you know i mean it's both artsy but like when i think of avant-garde it's usually like pretty weird like high art stuff you know right high art uh, interesting that's a good point that's a good way to put it yeah mm. so yeah avant- to me, in like my brain avant-garde is just like oh it's above your it's like above you 
it's like <laughs> we're, 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 we're above you like check this out like we're doing something that you've never thought of like now we're like, above you. like avant-garde coffee would be like a bunch of little tiny cups of coffee spaced in like <laughs> patterns of three and you have like i drink like three little cups of coffee and then each, i like each one's a different temperature and then i drink three more cups of coffee i think no avant-garde coffee is like they just like dump a dr pepper in your coffee like right yeah. <laughs> so that's experimental that's, that's experimental that's Prague. Oh, yeah. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah Prague. that's Prague. well Prague, in a sense is like avant-garde but Prague. <laughs> that's what i'm saying Prague is, is it's got... basically tech it's it's early technical like like when you think it's really just like Prague is like Rush, King Crimson, like, like, because it started with prog rock. I mean, that's where it came, like progressive mm -hmm. rock. So it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, really, it's just like, like Rush is like the you know the classic. Like, okay, they're a rock band, but they're like progressive rock. Like they're experience, you know, they're going in this because, experimenting because it's like, like okay, we, we could say all the seventies, like you know, Return to Forever, that's prog, but not really. That's that's like fusion, experience, you know, fusion jazz, mm -hmm. like, and they have their own genres. Like there are overlapping genre things, like with the minimalism stuff. That overlaps a lot with Krautrock and like Tangerine Dream and like the German stuff at the time that was coming mm -hmm. out in the early 70s totally. that it totally relates to, to like Philip Glass and minimalism, but they didn't want to be called minimalism, you know, or I, at least that's what I was, you know, it's, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No one wants to be called what they are. Nobody yeah, wants to be kind of, boxed in. Yeah, you, true, once yeah. you're boxed in, then you're now you're something. It's like deathcore, like deathcore side of everything. Yeah, deathcore got mm -hmm. humongous, and they're like, "We're not deathcore." <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, you, know. I mean, yeah. you might as well just like hold yeah, like yeah, new metal. Go, same thing. Yeah, same we, thing. We can Deftones, go deeper into like, the no, new metal, the you know? Norwegian That's second true. wave and the first wave. They all stopped yeah. doing it as soon as it got turned. It got labeled. Well, what genres? What genres do that is it's kind of a bummer a little bit. They kind of like they're like, oh yeah, they're just blip. It's like oh they're in a box that they yeah. it's like it kind of it's kind of like a diss almost to be like yeah they're you know they're a they're a this box is what they are you know what I mean it's, yeah. I wouldn't say like a diss necessarily depending on what style of music you're, but like avant garde or prog if they're like yeah they're just one of these boxes like one of those kind of minds of like a prog person or avant garde person like fuck you like we're we're so much more than that you know what I mean yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and genres are for when you get in those like more fucked up like realms of music and and pushing boundaries like to to box in as like a, a genre or another genre it's kind of like disrespectful to them you know it's like oh yeah it's, you know i don't know well everybody brain. kind of puts a little bit of themselves or more of a little bit in certain times into their own art so it becomes part of your <laughs> ego and you get all egotistical dude and it's like this is what you, i feel that you sound like and it's like no this is what i was trying to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, this Are you guys laughing at Mirror No, no, this no, right. the chat. All right. He's like, he talked about he said BT band like once, and we're like, dude, the difference between avant garde and fucking <laughs> Yeah, I was in the bathroom. I just got back and I No no, I was we were we were fully in it while you were peeing, dude. But uh anyways. Uh <laughs> and it's just me <laughs> right now. Guys. What about Cheers yeah, to chat, all y'all. Yeah. We need a blowtorch for these weeds, dude. <laughs> Burn down. Yeah, we keep coming back. Send in the fucking helicopters, dude. With the, yeah, with exactly. the flame retardant right. bombs, dude. So, 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 uh, can I, can Joker, I catch pull us up together, the... please? Pull us together. We need you. Okay. We need you. So, so it's 2020. I go to Nam. And I go with some of my friends. Wait, no, 20, 2019, I think. 2019. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because we yeah. met way before COVID. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. And then 
I'm with some friends and I'm with them. And then we walked by Chris and they're like, oh, what's up? And I don't know who he was. And uh, I like let them kind of talk. And then I'm like waiting for my introduction. They're like, oh yeah, this is another guy who auditioned uh, for our band. Uh, you know, he responded to the same Craigslist ad that you did. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I remember that ad was like, we want to make like brutal technical death metal. And I was like, okay, so this guy's obviously, you know, sick. And like we want to get like, moms into metal. We need to get moms yeah. into metal. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we ended up just like hanging out the whole day at Nam together, pretty much. Um, and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm in this band." So I like followed him on Insta. And then like he drops Space like a month or two later. No, no, and... no, no. You're, you're getting the time wrong. <laughs> what? No, no. Hey, didn't yeah. Space come out in March? No. So we we met January. It was 2019 at Nam. And then um, Space didn't come out till March 2020. Dude, I think we met that 2020 Nam, dude. Because I no, thought it was only a couple months before the song dropped. No, because it a whole year and a. It was a whole year. A year and change, damn. Because I met I met Jay and and Puyan in 2018, and then oh, met you at that Nam 2019, and then we we had all hung out and jammed the one time, um, and then I had asked you to do to do drums. I don't know if you remember that. I sent you a bunch of songs and I was like, oh, do you want to play drums? Uh, so, so now, that might have been when I was what? like failing out of grad school. So I was like, I, I think, I think it was. Yeah. You were just, you okay, said but... you were way too busy with, uh, so, what did you know? What did you know of, uh, Professor's previous catalog that made you ask that question? I, uh, I really like didn't. Like, I, at the time, I had really no idea who Discord was. Or like, oh, you know, I didn't know. He was just like, oh, playing a, you know, brutal death metal band. I was like, cool. Um, but I think it was, it was after we jammed because we all we all hung out, like yeah. another time, like a few months oh, later. So you just after got to know how he played in person first. Yeah. Well, we just okay. like there was a kit at this practice space we were all at, and then I brought my stuff, and it was it just kind of turned into like Joseph and I playing like, like Morbid Angel Gojira songs and Gojira, and Gojira, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And so I was like, oh yeah, he this this guy gets it, you know. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, then I sent him all like the the early demos of stuff. It wasn't even really the stuff that we have now for Dreamer. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just just not the right time. But we obviously stayed in touch. And then he got me in touch with the guys from uh, this band Sean Nova that I was playing in for a little bit. Um, and so then we were all you know kind of connected and all that. Um, and then. So that's fast forwarding to what is that like late 2019, early 2020, I was playing with that band and then like working on the dreamer stuff, getting it to the point where it was like, okay, like I'm, I'm finally going to release something. And I had the name at that point, I was getting the logo made. Um, and I was just going to approach it. Like, like I just have to get it out, like just to do it. Like I was just getting so antsy, just sitting on everything. It was like, I don't really care what comes of it. I just like want it out and want to start the project to just get the name out. You know, just so I was also worried as like, what if another band like comes along called Dreamer? <laughs> the name there that is I actually, like. There's a few Dreamers out there. Like I was trying to tag you guys on the post today, and I was like, yeah, there's some they're, other Dreamers. You know? and I'm, not, I'm not throwing shade when I say it, but it's the John Zorn project too. But I mean, the, that name is so common. It's like Dreamer, yeah, yeah, well, you know. But it doesn't matter because you're the metal Dreamer. I've, that was it. Yeah. When I, yeah. when I was looking into it, the only thing I could find was like 
some stuff from like maybe the eighties, like a defunct kind of band, um, like a rock band or something, but there was nothing in the metal world, like even close that I could really find. And I, I mean, I think there is one like older, More like dream theater, the word dream yeah. too, but I mean, it's, it's still a, a word that's, um, interesting enough to be part of a band name i and it's I still, all, yeah it's cool it's cool because the you name you say dreamer like and people are like what like uh, immediately they kind of like talk about the name for a second you know it's like mm -hmm. brings that like uh it just sticks with you a little bit that's like, what i'm really, saying like like yeah. there's when i mentioned the john zorn project that i obscurely know about it's an obscure thing avant-garde like, yeah yeah it's not i mean it's not it's not a avant-garde it's actually pretty it's 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 also music for moms and dads too and uh but what i'm saying is like that that project's always going to be in the deep like little pocket of for only those people well there's this other project that is uh uh i we, what all all of us think is like a huge thing coming out and blossoming dude that's what i'm saying dude like i know you're you're rocking the zenith passage shit right now but i'm saying like dreamer needs to come at what we've been talking about this is like a mystery to most people that are listening to this i know now, dude yeah it's it's eating away at me every day trust me it's like always at the the front of my mind um especially because i'm like like probably halfway through the second record when the first one's like not even close to coming out. It, that's like, what it, I'm saying. And we've been <laughs> hearing it from the professor for a while now, dude. And we've heard what we've heard. And we're like, wait, what the fuck is going on over there? Like we need to light a little fire under the my, beetle My favorite story is, I think it was a, it was a podcast that we did. It was the one we did with Intronaut it, um, that me and professor did. And um, we were just hanging out, like having a beer, playing pool or whatever in my house. And, um, He's like, check out my demo or something. And I was like, ah, I gotta hear someone's demo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you're like, you have to go like this, no matter if you like it or not. You have to go do this. Like, Fuck yeah, you know, it's like you kind of put up when someone shows you their stuff. You don't like, I don't really like that very much. You, you can't like, like it feels like it's. So I was like in this mode. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna like it no matter what. Then he played it for like, I don't know, two minutes, and I was like what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like mad that I didn't really know. I was like, whoa, this is like. This is not, and I was like texting everyone immediately and showing to them, like, and they're like, What the fuck? Everyone, and, like, and at our age in reality, like, to get that feeling is few yeah. and far between, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not like tooting our own horns, but I'm just saying, like, at this time in our life, like, for something to like get us excited, yeah, in the metal realm, it like mm -hmm. it's it doesn't happen as quick as it used to, you know. And yep. Dreamer was one of those moments for us where we're like, oh shit, yes, yeah. there's still energy. There's still fucking new little jizz and mojo coming to the fucking. I should have said mojo first. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's new ejaculate like everywhere, dude. We got <laughs> hashtag beetle uh, beat out, dude. Hashtag yeah, beetle it, beat it out. out. Beetle it out. Beetle it. Masturbate. <laughs> <That's Yeah. her> <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> oh shit. Anyways. So yeah, no, uh oh. fucking dreamer. So right now, obviously, like, you know, I was hyping Dreamer, and that's part of the reason why you probably linked up with a few people and that Dreamer's not happening now, which is kind of like that's I mean it's still happening. <laughs> it's still happening. It's still happening. But I was like all excited about it. Then like I you know, you joined Zenith and I was like, Well, that's fucking rad. Like you can't like <laughs> 
No one's complaining about that. It's like you and fucking Brandon joint, like getting getting in fucking Zenith with fucking Derek. Like, dude, like, so you, know. you guys played so good. But are you gonna do that fully? Or <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like, are I mean, I don't even. I mean, wh- when can you? Are you gonna do the dreamer full length? Like, we need to know because it's so good, dude. In the hot seat, dude. <laughs> All right, yeah, Chris, you answer, and then I'll give you my own answer. Yeah, um, I think f- for a long time it was just like I said, it was literally a case of like needing to learn it and figure out how to do this stuff. Because my, mm-hmm. truthfully, my my playing level to where I want it to be to play this stuff, I, I think I only really hit over the last like year and a half. Um, like I, it could have been done before, but it just wasn't, it wouldn't have been what it could have been, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and even just my sense of like, like melody and stuff and just adding different layers. Like, I'm, I know they say you shouldn't just sit on the same songs and like work on them forever, but they are truthfully better now than they would have been. Like if I'd somehow put them out a couple of years ago. Um, and real quick, real quick. It's like, you know, it's like one of those things that like, uh, I mean, after learning it, you go through the like, lo- like, sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll go to me, but uh, <laughs> um, it's one of those, you know, you learn something, you like, you learn the process where it took a forever to fucking like get something all dialed in and stuff, and that's learning yeah. right there, you know what I mean? Like, from then, like, you'll understand the mistakes, the, the things you didn't like, or whatever, and like, and it will kind of in the future expedite processes of you. Now, what are you cracking right there? Was a nothing, is it some sort water. of adult beverage? No, it's water, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's one of those definitely like learning processes you know it's like mm-hmm. yeah one song took you maybe a year and a half but like the next one's not gonna be it's not gonna be a year and a half per song like it's gonna it's like part of the thing the hoop you had to go through to like you know dial something in yeah get something super good and then like now it's like okay well i have this new filter that i have that after listening to myself play going forward i could do this this and that and it'll be like more of a expedited process it's not gonna be like a year and a half per song you know yeah oh yeah no for sure with the writing like it used to take me like, like, I mean, I would work on one song for like a year straight, like in high school or whatever. And just that one song. And I, you know, I didn't understand the value of like jumping between other ideas and giving your brain a break, you know. Um, and then as it started to flow, it was like each one kind of got faster and faster. Like, even though the songs got more complicated, it was like I could I just had the uh, the, you know, knowledge of how to put it together or whatever. Or like things that I would look for. Giving um, your brain a break was a that's a big term right there. Like yeah. just stepping away. Like walk oh, away. It's so you important. Know? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you, sometimes... You'll hear something over and over again, you're like, it sucks. And then like and then you'll immediately change it. <laughs> Casey's <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's um, going wild right now. I, going, he's he's wilding with break a break the fourth wall. Casey's going <laughs> going uh view friend uh, what are these called? The the views different views of us each yeah for the for the listeners we <laughs> don't even know what to say to that i mean i was like mid thought right now i can't even remember what we're talking about <laughs> um but give, uh, it, like, give yeah. your brain a break yeah 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 give your brain a break exactly that's like what paul last the last time was saying is like you know a lot of people that i've looked up to are like you just have to walk away and go back tomorrow or like take like a three-hour right. break, go yeah. eat go listen to it maybe again on your way back and be like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not so bad. That you know, at the time you're like, scrap the whole fucking. You know what I mean? Like the law of like, diminishing returns, dude. You get to a certain yeah. point where you're just gonna be yep. not not getting anything out of it and losing something in the process. A fresh brain yeah. is huge. But Joseph, what do you think? Um, <laughs> so so I know how to play the entire Dreamer LP one on drums, with mm-hmm. the exception of one breakdown in this one song. That's <laughs> fucked up. It's a uh, 
it's like a minute long it's like yeah math homework but um i'm ready to record in this room i'm in i have great mics set up i'm down to try recording in here all i need is the time and i was going to try to carve out some time this fall uh to record the drums for lp1 um and we need a singer we have some people we've been talking to including a guy who's really promising and uh we're stoked on but um we kind of want someone who uh can is more comfortable and more experienced with clean vocals in addition to death metal vocals so if there's anyone out there listening who's like hey i want to sing for the new prog death metal band extreme prog style uh, who isn't Kyle from? Illusion. I'm not Cause... doing clean vocals, guys. <laughs> flashing it to me, dude. That was me. Yeah. That was me. I just did a flash, though. Um, then, then, then I think we'd have it together. In the meantime, we've all been gaining like super valuable like industry experience. I like went off and joined the Lost to Lucy, and then have been doing some hired stuff. Chris joined Dream, uh, Zenith Passage. Our other guitar player. Zach has been on tour with another band called He Films the Clouds. We actually saw them live last week. They're fucking sick. Zach is fucking super sick. sick. What style of music? Um, it's post hardcore, kind of. Okay. It's yeah. like dance, Gavin Dancy periphery, like super technical, noty, but like, you know, yeah. big choruses with like singing and stuff, but then like really yeah. brutal out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, yeah he, fil- yeah, he films the clouds. Yeah. Sick band. Um, so I think that when we do get our you know, like act together and, and fucking group up, like we will be better than we would have been if we had started out without that experience. Yeah. Um, I also want to say uh, that um, there is a chance and I'm worried about where we like all kind of fall apart or like, like kind of drift away and there needs to be a center of gravity holding it together. Um, I think when we were preparing to do the Obscura show, we were as solid as we were ever. We had like rehearsed the set. We were going to mm-hmm. fucking kill that show. And then we had COVID. All of, all of us got COVID mm-hmm. at the same time and we couldn't play it. So that was kind of a big, like looking back in retrospect, that was like a big blow. It didn't seem like that big of a deal in the moment after because we're like, it's one show, whatever. But like that really killed a bit of momentum we had at the time. So I think it would take some support. Like every time someone's like, what's up with dreamer? It really like gets the nagging feeling back in me where I'm like, I know dude, I'm like, I'm too fucking split, you know, between all these other things. I wish I could just focus on like one or two bands where I'm like really, really committed and and believe in it. So every time anyone says anything, it like helps. So I appreciate Mm -hmm. the people who have, well, they always say that if you can dream, you can believe dude. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I'm just saying, I will not tolerate, those lame ass fucking (laughs) (laughs) i think but um, actually i think joel is our biggest fan so shout out joel and casey you're a great fan and anthony too but i think joel's the The cali death crew bro i mean uh, yeah joel definitely pushed hardest for you guys and yeah so far like you guys got opportunity i would do it all just for joel i would record the album knowing (laughs) if it was a black hole type situation i would still do it i'll just be like here take this i'm going no one else can hear okay yeah i I appreciate that i love that yeah i mean that's like like i said what what we talked about earlier is like the you know like a band that's like nowadays you're like whoa like 
Like you get that feeling again. Like a it's probably your mom that got you into it, dude. You're, dude, you, don't do your, your mom, mom was into in it first, this. dude. Your mom was into it first, dude. <laughs> dude, your mom, dude. Sorry, okay. <laughs> um, no, no, dude. Like she a... still listen to Peter Cetera, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 really cool, refreshing. It's got like the yep. I'm going down that prog rabbit hole. I've been doing it for like you know. I started with death metal or like new metal, then death metal, and then uh, you know thrash, death metal. Then it went to like oh technical stuff and then you hear these prog bands and you're like whoa like like they're changing like one like beat of one measure and one riff and you're like that's fucking sick like you know like and no one else is gonna get it that's it's not that i i want them to get it i'm like dude they did that riff like one note different well second time and for me like i'm just i get excited over like the nerdy like things that i can find in the music i'm like whoa that's fucking it's like you know actually catching on and being like an, a fan of a story like oh, okay well i don't know i'm drunk you know, yeah <laughs> no no I, I, dude I we're we're overdoing it on the drinking this week because we tried to keep our shit together last week and we did a pretty good job at doing it dude like, I could tell we're, we're like, we're like now we're like oh dude now it's <laughs> fucking time to party and nothing against you the beetle but i'm just no, saying like Dude, we, like last week, that was, was like, a special oh, dude. We got to fucking stay in it, dudes. Come on, we got to stay in it. And and now it's like, oh shit, we don't. We're just partying with the bros, dude. And now we're like, oh shit, we drink way too much tonight. <laughs> or I was stoked. I was stoked. Just like, I mean, it's such a comfortable episode with fucking Chris coming on. It's like you know, someone that every time I see in person, I'm like, warm hug. I'm comfortable. Like. It's like you know, it's, it's it's not like a like a fucking Paul Maxwell or, or just a huge person coming like oh shit well uh you know you know, it's like being on your like I feel like super comfortable about this episode so I was like this whole day I was like thinking about this episode coming up and I was like I am this is gonna be a chill hangout like I'm, yeah no yeah. pressure and like, we're I'm doing so, the party thing we're we're extending your birthday too I have a question at the same time oh, yeah. too oh, good question good question go for Are you it ready for go. for actually for our guests hit it. Uh, so, so, so basically, like, uh, so, so, Chris, you are awesome, and uh, I noticed you're growing a beard recently, and I think it looks great. I think you're a very strapping, young-looking, awesome guy, young lad. But uh, I, uh, I really was into your mustache before, <laughs> and, and it's okay that you have a beard now. But I thought your mustache was like iconic. It was like. Like scorpion, it was a throwback. Roth dude, whatever. It was a scorpion. Fucking dude, I don't know, man. You you had a great mustache, and so I'm just saying, like, you look great. But I'm just wondering, what was the decision there with the beard? It's just a new era, you know. Yeah, new era. I I had a stash for for a year and some change, and then I don't know. I it was truthfully, it was like the four days on tour. And then like a couple days of being tired after. And then it was like, well, might as well. Uh, so you're out on tour. Like, fuck shaving on tour. I'm just going yeah, I mean, to start it growing. Yeah, yeah. That's why I used to buzz my head. I used to like not even deal with hair. I was like, you know, I would have like a haircut and be like having to like, even just the, you know, two inch hair that I had. <laughs> like just having to like deal with it like not getting showered over and over again like it was just like a gnarly mess you know yeah and like sh- all the guys with long hair just sitting there just like combing their hair i'm like i'm getting rid of 
Like everything that has to do with like maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> maintenance. I'll say on uh, the severed that. tour. On okay, so I shaved my head before the bloodletting tour, and then on the severed tour, I I was shit. I actually bicked my head one time because I watched Murray do his shit. Which, by the way jedi grind shout out again he fucking would use no soap no nothing he just fucking scrape a fucking bick across his head dude i do that shit too ah oh, dude well i should say not no water he was doing it with with water but like nothing yeah. else dude and i'm like this motherfucker but joel you don't have a bald head though what are you talking about Oh no! Just like shaving, I don't use. Oh, I thought you talking just, about the top here. No, but I'm talking on like, the dome, on the dome, dude. The dome, I did yeah, that yeah. once, oh, dude, to see because I I didn't want to have to deal with my shit, dude. And Murray, I watched his shit. He would just scrape a bick across the set. I'm like, dude, all day, dude. Check him out. See, savage warrior. <laughs> hey guys, he was, he was a savage warrior, dude. Oh, dude, hey guys, came, I gotta get to flight. Oh shit! Uh, yeah. Oh, right. Chicago, Mr. Okay, so Mr. Fucking them, right? Rockstar, dude. I got a. I know. No worries, buddy. Well, shout out my sponsor. <laughs> the they hook it up. So no, playing, uh, we're on like a uh, Saturday night, like what, but, like, um, nine I'll, or ten o'clock. Obviously, I'm just, I'm just joking with you, dude. I love you, dude, and I'm glad you're, you're fucking living it up, bro. Catch them, catch yeah, them. Dude. And if you're in Chicago, Illinois area, catch flying out to fucking Chicago to fucking play music, dude. Go get him, Tiger, dude. Yeah, he told me he's exactly. all, he's all, he's yep. all. We're gonna crush this. Uh, Shout out. Uh, what's the band? Wait, you're playing right after. Gorgasm. 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 Like we're gonna, Did I say we're gonna crush him, Gorgasm? No, 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 but I'm saying that. No, we love Gorgasm. Uh, it's Murray's favorite <laughs> band. I love, I love Gorgasm, but me too. Love shit out of Gorgasm. Yeah, cussing. Fucking cuss dude, you're the professor, bro. We're not talking. About I will say. Gorgasm. I will say. Um, professor. Uh, Go for it. TVV sounds fucking sick right now. Hell yeah. Angel. Yeah, I I witnessed it. I'm what getting weird lag. Vegas? No. Oh, AJ sorry, sound, I mean, fuck, fuck Freudian. <laughs> uh, Angel sounds fucking awesome on vocals right now. Yeah, saw so, you guys in Vegas um, with him, and he, he ripped. But, yeah, I got to go catch a flight, um, and I got to pack up my cymbals and uh, do the whole thing. But uh, Love you, Professor. When I get back from my tour, BD and I are going to kick it, and we're going to – Record the Dreamer LP. Boom. Um, for sure. There we go. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen. And then he's going to go, and then I'm, he's going to go tour Europe after that with <laughs> Zenith Passage. So you should ask him that as a last question. Nice. Oh, shit. Hey, what's, what's going to be like touring Europe, dude? We'll see. I don't know. Hardly <laughs> <laughs> left the country. It'll be <laughs> totally new. So who are you going out there with? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, is it uh oh my god i'm totally blanking uh angel maker aversions crown and uh shadow of intent wow dude so shadow of intent really cool. dude yeah bring in the crowds be really sick i've been check following check out like the other two bands since like high school you know like i was really into aversions crown when they were coming out and angel maker so it's pretty pretty tight get to do some oh, shows yeah, with them. Dude. that's my boy well the Shadow of Intent, okay. I've, I've heard the name being thrown around. I haven't actually heard the band. What did they sound like? Uh, they're like very, very symphonic. They were used to like be like 
a deathcore band, I guess, but they're kind of more in the just like symphonic metal world now. Um, they're they're pretty cool. They're they're sick. Right on. The death metal. Check out the the Melancholy album. That's their mm-hmm. best one from a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really tight. It's very very sick. Their their singer is the best new singer ben ben doer i think his name yeah he's the best guy he's super sick yep hell yeah dude (laughs) (laughs) no i I was just tripping on uh, no (laughs) i was tripping on melancholy because i'm like okay one that's a common thing two i had a rap beat group that i had called melancholy and three i really like melancholy music what is it about liking melancholy music and sad yeah. music when you you know you're a happy person? That's a good question, right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I know I'm a happy person, but I I enjoy melancholy music. Is it because I yeah. don't get well, sad I, enough? Come on, guys. it's there in the clutch. Am I gonna just throw you guys into a fucking wall right now? Nobody's gonna answer that question with me. Like I, nobody I, wants to I, face I, it. This I, is it. Everybody on this shit with me. They don't want to. They don't want to face. I just pressed unmute. I just was gonna say. All right, let's hear it, Casey. What do you got? Oh, I have to do it. I have to fill it. Well, you just pressed unmute. You're 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 trying to defend yourself on your unmute. I know you're right. Yeah. So I'm saying, what is it about melancholy music if you're a happy person? Come on, guys. Dig into yourself a little bit. Because it's just inter- it's awesome. It's entertaining. It's art like makes you think about different things and like takes you out of it takes you out of your mundane life that you live all day long and you work, blah 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 blah. Anything that takes you out of your fucking day to day, blah 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 blah. That's that's it. Doesn't matter. So, there it is, dude. There it nailed it. Uh, there it is. That, that was got your answer, I had four chances and I got Casey to do it, dude. Casey murdered with that. That's exactly what it is. It's like um, I don't want to bring it to sports, but like <laughs> I will no, go for it. No, sports no. Sports is kind of like a, I'm not it's, making... it's like a it's a day-to-day life thing, just like you know, I was just like thinking about that. Today. Out of it, you know, same thing. Today I was like, well, you know, just thinking about sports, like I, I, I scroll through all the bullshit and I'm like, oh, dude, I do sit on uh, like sports, like little clips or whatever. <laughs> and I still love sports. I loved playing them when I grew up and shit. Come on, dude. What are you, what are you guys doing right now with the fucking pop up? Come on. I don't even know. Did I say like that many times? Uh, all right, I'm done then. If we're gonna, I was going into something. And you guys totally took me out of it, dude. Oh my god! So, yeah. Um, that's, that's all right, all right should we should we cap this now? I mean, we even talk about Zenith, man. Exactly. Yeah, talk about Zenith. No, they they wanted to throw that. All right. What? You guys got? Is your All right, you guys talk about Zenith. Or? I'm gonna make my way out. Yeah, okay, Joseph, it's all good. I'll see you guys. Oh yeah, homie. I'll see you guys next week. Fuck yeah, love you, buddy. Later, Later, dude. Dude. Love okay, you. Joseph, all right, awesome. cheers, boys. Peace. Oh. Okay, see you like next week. Later, dudes. Yep. Yeah. All right, dude. Now we're gonna get real. Now it's gonna get crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's Give us the inside scoop. We we want the inside scoop. <laughs> That's on it. what? On what my, my, my question is: Give us, give me the inside scoop. That's my question. <laughs> no, you answer. That's it. I just have to find what that means. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah. could be uh, ice cream related. You don't even know. 
the inside scoop. Yeah. Um, no, back on the Zenith. So, okay. When you, when you, uh, join the band, how, how long or learning the stuff, how was it easy or difficult in the beginning? Um, it was, it was pretty like in, I'd say it was like in my, like, uh, like skill set like no <laughs> come on guys it was, sorry, that's, that's, me. that's a funny. too much whatever like every time you said like i was doing it sorry i know and i said it more i say um, like way more than you guys so fuck it. it's bananas that's, that's yeah he's just yeah that's bananas <laughs> um, that's another thing right, no it was it was like it was pretty comfortable like it's definitely it takes time to like get it in into live shape you know like i spent most of the the few months three or four months like just getting it to live ready but learning it and everything wasn't wasn't too bad i mean i had learned some of the songs prior too, just as as a fan of the music um like i actually had the the algorithmic tab before i had bought them like when they came out and then when he was sending it to me i was like oh, i already have that one like Damn. you can only send me the other ready. song yeah like i had already learned it like and um joseph and i had talked about jamming on it too it was like I think Ricky was learning it too. We were all like, oh, let's just like jam this song at practice one day. Um, so I was pretty comfortable and familiar with this stuff. Um, and like Zenith was one of the bands that really got me into tech death. Like, like when Solipsis came out, it like kind of lit that fire where I was kind of out of like a lot of death metal and like technical stuff. And then that came out and it kind of pushed me back in it. And, um, you know, I was familiar with that record from day one, you know, and listening to it like crazy and learned a bunch of stuff off of it over the years. So um, I definitely, it felt like fitting when I started learning it. It's just like, yeah, it's comfortable. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's fun. You know, it's, it's like kind of a surreal experience to go through all that. And like, I would say the, the three biggest bands for me for dreamer, like, I mean, aside from like the BT Bam, like, the, the big, big ones, but the ones that kind of sparked it were like, um, like Fallujah rivers and Zenith. So damn when that go on that nice. tour, yeah, yeah. When that was announced, I was just like, well, this is the best tour of the year, you know? And I yeah. was going like easy going. And then how was that for you? Just like jumping into those shoes though. Cause you were like pl playing little shows and stuff like that here and there. And then all of a sudden you're just, boom, you're with these bands that you're just referencing. And now you're like playing with them. Yeah, it was, um, I mean, it was only three months and it went by really fast. Um, so, but I had enough time to like hang out with, you know, all, all the guys in, in Zenith, like we all got close and comfortable and everything. So it felt like it felt good going in as a group, you know, it wasn't like I was just mm -hmm. like fish out of water, like had like a little, you know, support system community and we were all, all tight and ready to do it. And we all felt kind of weird coming into like, you know, it was the first shows they had done as a band since like 2018, which I was actually at the last show that they played at the yeah. glass house, which is really Whoa. bizarre. Um, like pretty much just for, for Zenith. Um, Derek hitting me up. Like Derek was like, fuck, I don't know what it's going to be like. It's been so long, you know, with me being yeah. on stage and being a vocalist. Like he was like freak giving me the, like the, all right, it might suck. And I'm like, mm -hmm. don't, you know, he's, I'm like, no, I don't, dude, you're going to fucking crush it. There's some monster dude. There's he, he, he was going to be the Amazing. worst vocalist on the tour. Well, that's that's what <laughs> that's what um, all of us feel. <laughs> I feel I always feel that too. 
And I'm not saying that I'm Derek because Derek's better than me. And see, may, I may be doing the same thing that you're talking about right now. Like, well, Derek's everybody's guys, always better than me. Yeah. Everybody's well, Derek, always better than me. Derek's that guy that, like, I talk about with guitar a bunch. is like, constantly trying to push themselves and being like, I suck. I suck. I'm terrible. You know, like, that's what Derek is. Derek's like, I suck. I'm terrible. And then you watch him. Like, I well, always think I suck. I'm terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he has this, like. I need to push myself and he's yeah. like i'm terrible i need to be better and that's what makes him better. that is the like, fuel yeah yeah, yeah. That's what makes we don't hate ourselves enough to stop doing it yeah you know like we still want to keep trying to fight that part of ourselves that's telling us that we are terrible and everybody's better you exactly. know exactly i mean chris were you how, ner how nervous were you like on that first show like getting like you know you're thrown in the whole scene and stuff like i could tell that like you were like, fuck, we're doing it. You know, I, I was watching a, a Twitch of you jamming. Mm -hmm. You're like, and I kind of just felt in your head, just like, shit, this is really fast. This is all happening, but you were nailing it. But still, like, be, I was putting my my brain in your situation and being like, damn, like, you're just starting off from like jamming off a little bit, jamming off, jamming out a little bit. Hashtag jamming off, jamming off, jamming off. But jamming off. Guys, do it. Hashtag jamming off. Like jamming Bob Marley, but oh, like, dude, to get thrown in that, you know, going on a Twitch stream all of a sudden, and you're like, let's jam with uh, Zenith on a Twitch. It's like before the tour, it's, it's yeah. just like fast forward really quick. It's like boom, boom, boom. Like play with your fa like favorite bands, go. You know what I mean? Thrown into mm -hmm. that. So, were you? Did you have like butterflies going in that first show? And how did you overcome it? Or what? What went down? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, um, of course, it was super, you know, nerve wracking and. Um, you know, anxiety filled, but it wasn't like, I, I expected a lot more. Like I, I thought I was mm -hmm. just going to be like this, like neurotic, like, Oh my God. Like, but, um, I think we prepped so much for it that like, I felt comfortable. really comfortable with everyone and, um, I felt comfortable with the songs and that just made it that much better where I could kind of just like zone in on it and just do my thing. Um, mm -hmm. and I think that's part of why I like have such an aggressive stage presence too. It's part of like, I'm not just standing there looking out. I'm kind of just like in my own world, you know? Um, yeah. And where, where was that first show again? That would be uh, San Diego. That was the one I was at? Yeah, that was the first one. Oh, Damn. I can't believe that, dude. You fucking murdered it, dude. It was so fun seeing you and hanging out. And you got, dude, it was no, Casey called me and was like, literally, so I was sick, like, dude. oh my God, you got to see that tour. And he immediately jumped and was like, Zenith uh, won won that show for sure. He was <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, told, I mean not, not to I mean, obviously he loves really he loves all the bands. I'm not saying, but like he was yeah. like, Zenith surprised him the most. He was like, you know, didn't expect that that style of the muting stuff or whatever that, you know that Zenith is known for the eruption style of uh, mm -hmm. of you know decapitated like right. thing like that's like a newer style for us. You know, like mm -hmm. it's it's I mean, Eon, there's, there's bands that are doing it, but um, live that really gets communicated you know like that oh, those yeah, pauses man, those pauses dude, like that like killed it dude yeah it just so like gets your head dude. moving with those pauses and, like, and i saw surreption like a couple of weeks later and they killed it too man they were so <laughs> sick on that tour yeah dude. oh my yeah. god i love them and i love that drummer too i added him yep. so fucking badass so tight and the, and and matt to play with you guys and stuff like dude you guys just sounded so sick it was so cool to sing with Brandon up there and I mean seeing you guys before you went on was just like awesome like I haven't seen all of you in like a long time mm. uh but you guys just played it was just damn 
just sounded fucking great and and just the whole hype of like Derek going like yeah we might we might suck i don't know he's like worried <laughs> yeah he doesn't know yeah. you know he has like that actual like he's like worried about things let's, let's gotta make sure it's all good and yeah. i saw that i saw him and i was like jesus you're commanding the stage just like back in the day when we were touring with faceless and stuff like he just had that same thing where i had to head like i was had to move myself i was like had to just do headbang you know i was like yeah, i was compelled to there was it wasn't being like respectful it was for me going like i have to do this or else like <laughs> i'm gonna go nuts it was yeah. fucking sick man i was completely stoked on you guys no i would like laugh whenever derek would do a sound check or line check or anything and it's just like derek go just and he would just you know belt into it it's just like jesus christ dude like it's yeah. so gnarly he just has totally. such a commanding presence you know with his vocals i love derek and stage yeah, stuff too is like the way he works on stage just works like you know mm -hmm. he's got his like style to him but like it works it like hits at the right parts where it like makes it extra heavy and yeah. he's got this like in between songs has an energy about him like you know he's just like quick to the point says a thing fuck yeah as the crowd's like into it still it's like the he keeps the level up like there's no coming back down like we're still high the whole time you know he keeps you yeah. on that high really well and i was like fuck derek that was way sick. What are you talking? What were you worried about? Dude? Are you kidding me? You're like I think top of the game. We all went into it like you know, kind of green. You know, like I said, mm -hmm. it was like first seeing this show in in years, and then my first time doing those kind of shows, and then like really playing live in in you know a long time as well. Um, and then Brandon too, Brandon and Derek. So it's like I think that made it feel pretty good. It was like we were all kind of going into it as a a new thing. Um, mm -hmm. It wasn't like I was jumping into this band that's been on on tour for the last year or two, and you know I have to like figure everything out. You're on the um, same same wavelength. You guys are mm -hmm. all on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, and then all the other bands on that tour were were super cool and helpful. You know, like I asked everyone questions, you know, frantically before and after, and trying to figure stuff out. And um, I, I even left some stuff at the first show, like a my Damn. tuner and a pet and a, a cable. Like total yep. rookie move, and the Rivers guys just had it. Like, like, hey, dude, is this yours? Yep, um, that's awesome. So it was just like it was a like, I I can't think of a better introduction to that stuff. You know, like just that set of bands and all the people and like everyone that I talked to was the coolest dude. And like, yeah, I just saw um, Brody. Um, he was playing with Alluvial. He was just filling in for uh, Invent Animate, and um. Mm -hmm super sick like i've i've loved that band forever and it was like you know cool to see a you know a homie yeah rivers is one of those bands that kind of like went from like you know one of the opening acts on an independent kind of metal scene to like yeah dropping you know uh, owls and like jumping like four rungs so they oh my still, god yeah and it's, it's really cool to see like a band that's still very humble they're, I mean, they're from humble beginnings and they were humble right before the album and all of a sudden they're headlining stuff you know and that, it's cool to see them like still having that same mindset of being like fuck yeah dude we're just all homies hanging out and it's nothing yeah. different just because i've jumped up a couple levels like we're all still the same and i've loved like bands like that that the ego and the, and the fame or fame for you know doesn't change them they're like you see them 10 years like Whitechapel, like I'll go in the backstage with them, and they're just like the same dudes, same kids. Yeah. Just like, fuck yeah, what's up? They're super chill, but they're like playing for like a sold out, ridiculous show. But they still have that humble beginning. They're not like they're not 
losing sight of that at all. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is really no, they thing. they did not. They were the coolest dudes. You know, just hung out with them. Um, you know, kind of each one on certain nights. You know, and like got to know them, and everyone was cool. It's like no yeah. one, no one on that tour was was weird. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's like totally. it was perfect. Like I can't imagine. You know, I, I'm sure it's not always like that, but that was like the perfect introduction to it. It was just every night was fun. And um, like we would play and then Derek and I would be like, oh, dude, that sucked. And then we'd go and just like chill with everyone. It was just yeah, like a exactly. great experience, you know? Yeah. <laughs> God, you might pass away, dude. I'm <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> um yeah it's all we've talked about this before but i remember uh we made a drinking game like our over our bingo and the things we say all the time and like came up and anthony was like every time you say like like do something like, do we say it so much dude i don't know if you understand when you listen back how much we dude. It's like, dude it's like a placeholder uh, for more information it's, you know it's a and it's funny because like you go to listen to people from europe or scandinavia talk their like is they go like blah 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 uh blah 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 uh they like do like an uh and like to like hold like a, it's a like placeholder yeah it's just a different one you know it's like, See, I it's... I do all of them I'm liking <laughs> and eyeing <laughs> a lot of placeholders you know, like, I like a like a like a, uh, like uh, <laughs> you got like stuck into a, a loop you're like uh like like a uh, like you just like, go yeah. for like a minute and a half yeah like a dude <laughs> yeah like a dude but goddamn <laughs> man Chris. I'm blown away. This is three and a half hours. This is like literally I just like a I just said like a <laughs> um dude. <laughs> dude. This is so awesome to fucking hang out with you, man. Like you're like one of uh the sickest people like I've been <laughs> I can't even talk anymore. Stop, Anthony. I'm just saying like every second. But it, dude, next thing, you know, you're it. So people will go back to this fucking youtube thing and just be oh this is this is where he started blah blah because blah. it's like you're gonna be like you know like dave mustaine's like you know protege i'm just kidding but i mean something you you never know like you're ahead of the fucking game and for me being an old boomer kind of like murray with the you know with this mashuga stuff um just booming and not wanting to like really give myself to something new and hearing like dreamer i'm just like this is fucking the wave of the future it's the the new prog it's taking it to another level it's gonna happen and um you're gonna have to buy like way better hair care products because your hair is amazing but you have to keep it like almost like justin the kitty's dad's because he's got some yeah. fucking locks you know but um like, no I'm, <laughs> no i think you you'd get a Thor guitar with like a thor's <laughs> hammer a guitar and like like jesus like like and like um you're tight you guys are stumping him. <laughs> I can't duck for much longer. Hey, Joel, who are you rating? Uh, dude. Right. Um, yeah, no, thanks. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously, thanks for everything you guys have done for like pushing Dreamer and everything. Like, that's like the sickest thing. I can't stop, dude. Um, no. That's been no, the coolest no, thing. It's been I, such a great wall broken. I was muted at some point by somebody, so we're going to talk about that. I muted you for about two seconds. Yeah, no, I, I sat back and watched you, you <laughs> do what you did, bro. 
I just literally. And I, I did. I, I was like, you know what? I'm not. See what happens right now. And holy shit, bro. We need to end this shit right now because this is the first time. This is the first time Anthony's been like, "We gotta end this shit." Yeah, that's well, a, no, I'm that's just saying. You first. wanna, uh, you wanna meet me? I'm gonna sit back and see what happens, and that just what <laughs> that is what happened. You know, I love you, dude. Whatever. <laughs> dude, you could probably beat me up, but I don't care, dude. No, it's not about that. It's just like, yo, you just took a power move like that, and then you did that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out, but I love hey, your you. pupils. I still big. love you. It's still, still your right. birthday. It's still your birthday. <laughs> and that's my birthday. Wait, dude, I can do it. It's my, it's my birthday. I can do what I want. That's to. why maybe that was part of my to. present to you. I was just like, let it go. And then, whoa. <laughs> all right. But it's all good, dude. I love this. This is perfect. Come on, guys. This is Cali death podcast. This is this exactly is, what's supposed to happen exactly. at the end of a, fucking almost four hour episode come on guys like for real this is this is a party (laughs) it's anthony sober alert dude i just put down my like ninth white claw totally sober alert but no all right chris (laughs) dude i really fucking love you sound like your voice you sound like powdered toast man Powdered toast man. All right, all you motherfuckers, you better know that reference. So don't tell them where it came from. It they need to know. Talk about it, dude. But no, I love you guys. I love everything that's been going on tonight. So seven gallons. BD, if you don't feel like we got to current day and you want to talk about anything more, please do. We're here for you. Oh yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. No, I feel like, I don't know. We got, we got through, I think, most because, of it. You know, I literally don't want you to feel like you didn't get to something that you didn't want to talk about. No. No, this has been cool. I mean, if you have any. any it has just been questions. a wild ride. I mean, your yeah, tech been... shit sent okay. it off the rails. Out of all the dude. guitars behind you, which one would you choose to play? Ooh, Ooh that's the one. It's Wait, real quick. Let's address this, though. I think that. Which one would I choose? I like the eight. The, oh, that, that one is pretty sexy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Dustin's got sexy guitar. Oh, hey, up. <laughs> Shout out. Ooh. Oh, she got her wine. She she didn't yeah. get to that I, until the I, end of our episode I with her. We were tr- we're like, oh shit, you're ready to drink. And look at look oh, at us now, guys. Really oh, <laughs> look at this, dude. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> with the white wine seltzer. It's a party now. Yeah, it's way too rowdy on a Thursday. And at the end, you guys show up. Come on, why weren't you just here for the whole thing? Nah, like two parrots. It's the Beatle episode, dude. How many times have I said that this episode? It's the Beatle episode or the BD episode. A few times, trying to get in. A few times. Who should who should I rate? I'm Joel. Joel seven gallons. So in the chat, type seven gallons when you see. Him. Is is he going right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's who's seven gallons. Me, and don't tell him why. He doesn't know oh, why. He, you don't know why. Oh, he's live right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, rate guys, him seven and gallons. Get seven gallons. Everybody <laughs> in the chat, we're rating him and just right. put seven gallons, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Drop it. You get another I one. I, I think I rated. <laughs> <laughs> That's always every time. Oh, he's gone. 
No, hold on. Uh, he's Did out now. I've been using the today, actually. Oh, no, I got. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. What's going on? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Nicole knows. Nicole knows. I fucking suck Nicole. at rating. Oh, he's rating. the worst, dude. <laughs> no, Nicole's like, Nicole's like is he rating? She's <laughs> like, is he rating? Like, is he actually rating? Yeah, guys, <laughs> give, put him through a fucking, like, uh, crash course. Like, how? what is he missing? Oh, they, said, they said, I clicked it. Ra- no, oh, I Troy's playing right now. Oh, Troy's on there? Make a mic. Um, <laughs> I've read someone, on, Murray. God damn. Troy's on and, and Murray's like, Mega Mike. Oh, Mega Mike. Oh, is that one Jesus. you guys are doing tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Oops. What are you doing tomorrow? Promote something. Sorry, my bad. We're Promote doing something. um we're doing a charity relay raid for uh reproductive oh. rights tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I forgot about that. Flyer. Troy's Maybe doing it, Mike Mike is doing it. Um, awesome. I'm doing it, Justin, Josh Travis. Hell yeah. I know, dude. Something yeah. we should have been promoting. Because I'm down God, with that. Got dandruff. Well, next time. It'll be it'll be over by then, but <laughs> all right. That's funny. I fucking love you, Chris. Like, finally got you on. You fucking did the intro of the song. Every time you fucking see the intro or listen to it, you see this guy's fucking face because this guy fucking shreds everything. And I'm saying like a bunch. And then they raid yet? No, I did not raid. <laughs> of course not. I've typed it twice. Oh, 22 viewers. God. Okay, Dude, I'll do Mega Mike then. Try Troy or Mega Mike. Oh. You know, it's funny. It's like our 90th episode, and this is just so awesome that we still <laughs> just don't know what the fuck we're doing, dude. That's what's funny. We're just boomers <laughs> on the thing. God, we're so bad. It helps. No, you guys really no but we're so good, that. but we're so bad at the same time. Like, we don't really give a shit. We're just like, we want to hang out, and, and we're making it. It still works. It's still happening. You know, like we still have the episodes. <laughs> Raid Troy. I, Troy's going. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I, I raided for the third time. So there's seven new people that jumped in. So I <laughs> sent them somewhere else. <laughs> I've been sending people everywhere. Anyways. Joel, Joel's like raiding like random like video game kids. Like, I'm just raiding our own channel. Like some, some guy named Troy. Like, you know? Rating our own channel. That's just keep rating down, ourselves. Keep rating our... It's like we'll blow up, dude, if we just keep rating ourselves. Oh, We're gonna be huge. God, but anyways, uh <laughs> 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 love you guys, Justin. I love you guys. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, Fucking Chris and Justin, this too. is awesome. I know with all the trials and tribulations, man. This was still there just a. Uh... Oh yeah, dude. Give the Joel. Just slightly above the other two. <laughs> wow. This one's the drunk guy in the pit who's just so hammered he can't even make a, a fucking horn. He's just like, this. yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's like, so. you know, hammered. Let's post pod for a minute. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. We're we're way too. We need to do that. All right. I love you guys. Um, like and subscribe. All that bullshit. Come on. I don't want to feel like a peddler, but um. What's the other shit? That, oh, the tour again. Throw that flyer up one more time. Jesus, oh, I had the end of the thing. Battle Force Coffee, too. Sorry. I was ready to end the Battle podcast. Force I'm going to go back now. Okay, cool. There we go. There it is. All right. Yeah, <laughs> get there if you're near there. All right. If you, all right. I love you guys. We'll see you next week.